0: Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your Hello there, and welcome to Mixed Bag, where we review the mixed, muddled, mediocre, and monkey-in-Manhattan films of film history. I'm Cassandra.
1: I'm James. Or Jimmy, even, (laughs) for this one. I'm Matt.
0: And we're joined with another special guest today. Uh, Please welcome filmmaker jack o'donnell uh welcome to the podcast welcome (laughs) nice to be here (laughs) um so monkey
1: in manhattan that was great i thought you were just gonna do monkey no no no
0: i I was thinking monkey i was thinking manhattan i was like we'll put them together
2: and then it's monkey versus Maid.
0: yeah in the sequel i know i mean look we before you write in listeners we know that gorillas are apes but monkey is a it's an m word it's an m word and it's a funny term for the simian yeah, uh, exactly. You know, for the primate. Uh the
1: simian. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Yeah. How are we doing today? Good.
3: Good. Really good, thanks.
0: Yeah. yeah, It's good a bright, be
1: beautiful her. day. It's nice Enjoying sun. the sunshine, yeah. Um, yeah, we have a new film. Um, but before we get into the feature presentation. <laughs> well, weather report I know. <laughs> it's, honestly, it comes up a <laughs> it lot. It comes up like almost <laughs> like, every episode. We're, what's we're so boring. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice sun and corner. I mean, that's essentially what we do, and that's what we're doing today.
4: Pop, 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 pop popcorner.
1: So we're recording this a week in advance than what we usually would, so I actually don't have as much. It's been a a
0: pretty short distance since Mm, our last last popcorner, so for the three of us, don't necessarily have a huge amount to report. Now,
1: have we talked about love village no and
0: so that was what i was going to bring to the pod oh cool this week Mm. um so james and i have been watching the japanese reality show love village um so the premise of love village uh you might think it would be like love island not at all uh (laughs) love village uh is set in the countryside in rural japan uh in an old uh traditional japanese house which is all broken down um and we are joined by eight uh people over the age of 35 mm. so i guess like okay. seniors in japanese what's well, so they go 35 all the way to like their 60s okay. um, and they're all trying to find their final love so like they've all like been hurt before some of them are, like single parents some of them are divorced <laughs> okay. um, they all have a story they've all you know they've been together for like yeah they've been like lonely for a long time and they want to find somebody um and so they're all yeah together and they have to renovate this house like <laughs> they have to like bring right. it back to its its glory it's a fixer-upper um as well as finding romance uh and during the process of finding romance if they if they ever feel like they're a at the point fix up, eh? mm. Mm. <laughs> so they're at the point where they feel like they want to um yeah actually profess their love, profess their love. Mm. then they have to go to this bell which is in like the grounds of the <laughs> of the estate uh, and ring the bell and then convene a meeting of all of the housemates That's together so um, and then they have to tell the person they confess their love to in and front gonna, of everyone yep they have to say, say like i would like to talk with you and then they have to take them on a walk <laughs> separately to confess their love mm-hmm. and then the next day that person has to make their reply in front of everybody and whether or if, if they if they say yes like you know I want to go with you then they leave the house together but if they say no then that person that rang the bell has to leave by themselves <laughs> oh, no. the stakes are high the stakes are high
1: in this very wow. like otherwise quite sleepy quiet TV show yeah
0: I mean, it's Japanese reality, so there's no kissing before the point where they've decided to become an official couple. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, but you know, unlike other Japanese reality, they do like kiss. Like, they, they, do, well, they do kiss. They do like chat about like sex, and oh, you nice. know, like yeah, they talk a bit good. more a, more adult. They talk about like more adult things, and they talk about you know, having children and more responsibilities and that sort of thing. Yeah. Rather if than you're, you
2: know, heading to that. Right old age of 35. You're getting yep. straight, to Ancient. Mm. Uh. <laughs> straight to the
1: point. And of course, like you get the like insights into like Japanese, like traditional culture every now and again around like what, what their kind of values are. Oh my God. We just had
0: one where a guy was like, well, I, I need to tell you that I'm from a Korean family and the <gasps> woman he was with was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And he's right. like, well, as a Korean family, we, uh, we were expecting the, our, like we expect our wives to cook, um, a banquet for a particular festival, eighteen times, eighteen times a year. was like a 20 dish banquet that she would have to prepare and i was like that is an absolute deal breaker i'm not i'm not cooking 20 traditional korean dishes 18 times a year that's so often and
1: she was just like
0: "Mm, "Mm, mm." okay (laughs) (laughs) and i feel like you know that they might be sorting it out i don't know if he's going to be quite as strict on that but i'm like that's a big thing to be like traditional korean wife you have to cook a banquet 18 times that's more than once a month
2: yeah it's so often honestly that wasn't the tension that i was expecting korean family so you know that in korea they made oppenheimer such a huge success because everybody hates <laughs> the japanese, japanese. Yeah. well yeah
1: there i mean he's, like... he's also half
0: japanese so oh, like he's yeah. they've previously okay. had the
1: tensions and like a uh, terrace house there are like hosts that watch it and then commentate on it yeah but it's just two of them and you're like yeah they're very sweet they always like cry all the time especially the guy who's just like oh so beautiful yeah like when they get together so um, it's a really fun just kind a, of It's a cute little yeah dating show watch. but and that's basically one, what we have been watching watch
0: it. It is village. on Netflix. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah if you wanna watch some silly reality uh, mm. it's it's a fun watch. That's really all that I've got to report since last week to be honest. Yeah
1: we've talked about New Zealand traders in the past. We have.
0: Yeah. Um we finished the Traders New Zealand um yep. oh, satisfied and I will with s- the ending. And I will start yeah. matt has got to watch it because we want you to discuss it with us it's very it's very fun to to talk about.
1: Uh, I guess the I don't have much either I guess maybe I'll shout out one that I'm current a book that I'm currently reading which is called Yellow Face by Rebecca F. Kwong um, who is like quite a uh, Queen Kwong yeah uh, <laughs> uh, big new writer that is um, uh, popping up she's previously written like Babel and um,
0: not uh, Babel from the movie just no. a different thing no yeah. uh, she built like the a, tower
1: of it's like a magic uh magic world uh but this one yellow face is about a white writer who has a um chinese friend who is this huge like,
0: like frenemy kind of frenemy a, like deeply showing so, up relationship
1: They we were as i was listening to this uh slash reading you know audiobook i was like oh this is pure madness. so yeah like right. the the the, the uh, protagonist is deeply jealous of her friend's fame um, she's just popping off getting Netflix deals left right and center um, and then they're hanging out one night and she's like this is this new manuscript that I've been working on I've told no one about this and she's like oh my gosh like, I'd love you to read it and she's like oh of course of course and then she chokes on some bread and chokes on some
0: pancakes pancakes that's hey. what it is she um, tries the heimlich
2: maneuver
1: but this girl yeah. is dead she
2: was mama casting it yeah, yeah.
0: and so the what can face, the protagonist do but take the manuscript, take the manuscript for, manuscript, herself. for herself. re-edit it
1: and pass it off as her own um, incredible yeah. yeah so that's kind of the premise now where she's um and maybe she's got a name that sounds a little bit like it could be Chinese, and this is a very Chinese-based <laughs> yeah. name. Uh, yeah, and this is obviously a phenomenon that has happened with white writers in the past. <laughs> yes. submitting. I think it was poetry was the yeah. Most there's one-on-one. a famous
0: like male white male poet that. Submitted, um, like famously submitted poems under a Chinese female pseudonym, and was like, um, "People have used pseudonyms all the time. Like, I don't see what the issue is." And everyone was like, "Ah, <laughs> okay, yeah, come on."
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm about halfway, maybe less than halfway, about a quarter of the way through it, but I've been really enjoying it. It's really uh,
2: readable it before you even finish. I know, brave, brave. but
1: it's um, it's a good, it's a good read. I'm really enjoying it. It's very sinister and dark and but like darkly funny as well
0: it's very funny it's a good sort of satire yeah we've been listening to to
1: it around the house yeah Yeah. nice
0: cool
2: that's it from me i think i actually have a few things to report on um i think we haven't talked about the film past lives in this podcast
0: i guess not yeah we've now seen it as well Mm, it's a great film yeah i've seen it as well (laughs) what do we think I enjoyed Past Lives a lot. Oh my god, I
2: cried so much. I
0: didn't cry I didn't cry that much, but I I, I like the sort of sleepiness, like the sort of slow kind of subtlety of it. Yeah. Mm.
1: The playwright um, really shone through um yeah. Celine song her debut. Mm.
2: Yeah. I just love that when I was crying I could hear other people crying behind <laughs> me. It was mm. like not as impl- I was I was in the um, I was in the lighthouse and I bought my ticket for myself in like one of those shared captures and I was like, sweet, no one's going to sit next to me. Perfect. Love mm. this. Um, it was a sold out screening and <laughs> I had to sit next to a stranger. That's okay. She was also crying. So it was <laughs> fine. Oh, like
1: share the captures? Like- yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Shared a bit of, captures. You were able to bond over your tears? Like look at each other at one no, point? No, we
2: didn't look at each other at okay. all. Okay. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> <That'd> <laughs> because be we were crying, more. we were even like avoiding each other. Right, <laughs> That could have <laughs> been your meek It could have been 100%. <laughs> yeah. but mm i really enjoyed it yeah it was 100% map out for mm. me.
1: i i wasn't as with it in the first half but then the second half really like all the dots kind of connected it felt a little like i was like okay i'm enjoying this but then when um you know the real meat of the the story kind of comes through it like really pays off i'd say
2: yeah i just don't know why they all didn't just have a threesome at the end
1: i mean they were all getting along better than you thought oh my
2: think. god i mean and that's the spoiler. Is that it that they're not going to have a threesome?
1: Oh, wow! Spoiler, yeah. Spoilers, no
0: threesomes. <laughs> um, that's what you thought was going to happen, sorry. You never yeah, know. yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really sweet, really beautiful. Yeah.
0: Um, have you yeah. you've seen it?
3: Yeah, I have yeah. I thought it was a gorgeous film. Um, and uh, when well, I'm just just taking on my Letterboxd review, just to like you know. <laughs> oh, my wow. Here's the
2: official thoughts but, like, from, from Jack? Yeah, yeah, no, it was.
3: I just thought it was very particularly effective. Um, and it was very before sunrise esque in some it of the way, was, and it yeah. was I just,
2: very yeah. kind of slow. I and do beautiful. love people just talking. Yeah, like yeah. I love it. There's something not cinematic about it, but also incredibly cinematic. Mm. <laughs> like, and I
1: thought the cinematography people, yeah. was really strong for them. yeah. Yeah. for like a first feature yeah obviously yeah. it's not without any, any
3: spoilers that final tracking shot was just like oh, ah yeah. yeah it's, it's, just it's a, so good
2: mm. yeah it's yeah, so good um I also watched a film on Netflix called They Call They Clone Tyrone which oh, is yeah? an, mm. a fun um, right here. sci-fi here it's slash exploitation awesome. slash comedy um that's really good I think you guys will enjoy it nice. mm. it's on Netflix yeah mm. yeah It stars John Boyega and Tiana Paris and Jamie Foxx. And it's just, I knew I was going to, I like the concept coming into it, but it's also really funny, which Mm. surprised me. And it kind of has the same energy as Sorry to Bother You. Like, Mm. it's kind Mm. of, it's fresh, it's fun, it's nice. I like it. And it's at, you know, it's at the tip of your fingertips if you subscribe. Yeah. Um, And also, um, I've been listening to a couple of albums uh, the album Guts came out yesterday. I've been listening to it by Olivia Rodrigo. Oh. Um, and uh, I love it. I love it. It's a step forward. It's a step forward. It's a, it's, oh. I think the sound is giving me like, like turn of the Millennium, pop, pop punk, pop rock girly. Nice. Um, and a bit more elevated. Some songs that I love, um, All American Bitch um ballad of a homeschooled girl <laughs> great name love is embarrassing two true facts 100 <laughs> percent. and um yeah no it's a great album uh get him back is also a nice banger um i like this album because um famously it's quarter 98 on rolling stone or whatever but um for me it's kind of just like you know i liked her songwriting in her first album sour but it was a little earnest and like you know this one's got a bit more edge and she's, she's kind of, mm. you know, I see, I see the Alanis jumping out. Nice. Which cool. we love, which we love.
0: I liked her first albums. So. Yeah. yeah. I, same. I like Sour as well. Yeah. I think, well, I think when people,
2: when people, when pop stars kind of like evolve into like a more adult sound, it's usually like more sultry. They go to a more R&D. Mm. This is kind of like more immature um, just like Braddy and I like that cool. as well mm-hmm. like which which kind of
1: because Sawa kind of are... feels like a, an open wound right she's yeah. like processing yeah. <laughs> this horrible breakup and yeah, yeah. now that she's kind of moved on yeah
2: oh shit it's great I love her um, and also um, I have also been spinning in the last couple of weeks an album that has been maligned now that it's summer I, I tried to well, it's not really summer, is it? It's but not summer, is it is spring. But the sun is out, but I, I have been um, paying tribute to Mother Lord <laughs> and I'm re-listening to Solar Power, the yellow album, as I like to call it. I
1: don't know if it's maligned, is it?
0: Um, uh, it got. Yes. It got yeah, some, some maligning online. <laughs> okay. I have to say, I have not listened to that album. I've only, only album. listened to the, Actually, f- the, the single. You know what? Was, <laughs> I've been
2: listening to... Um, to it like the last couple of weeks that's really opened my chakras and i'm ready for the summer mm.
1: can i jump in with one extra thing that you reminded yeah, me of absolutely so i went along with friend of the pod lucas neil to see mamma mia the teoaha show and um i'm not going to talk too much about the show itself but one moment that really stood <laughs> yeah, out to spoiler
2: me spoiler to mamma mia yeah I no i but james basically enjoyed like, it james enjoyed I, it
1: I, <laughs> no no i really did um and it's like if you get the opportunity to go see mamma mia you should definitely do it because the thing is, it's got Abba, and it's got, like, a really, like, solid plot. It's, like, she's got to figure out which of her dad it is.
2: Honestly, that plot line is iconic now. Like yeah. It would yeah. be,
1: like, if we were still in the age of the sitcom, that would be
2: one of, like, the plot lines in, like, mm. a solid sitcom, you yeah. know?
1: Yeah. And it's super, super fun, but the moment that made me think of, of what you were saying of people crying is there's the moment where... Don't um, it all not the winner takes it all it's the song before that where donna is like getting her daughter ready sophie for the wedding I'm, song is that? I'm blanking on the title is it slipping through my fingers yeah, yeah slipping through yeah. my fingers yep. right. yeah that's yeah. what it was yeah. and it was this beautiful classic one. weepy yeah, yeah. <laughs> after like combing sophie's hair and like the both sophie and donna the performers playing them are really really strong and at the end of slipping through my fingers, like there's this beautiful pause and then there's just this oh, like sob from somebody in the audience. Just <laughs> like, it's clearly so meaningful to them Aww. that they just had to like let it out. this like, I oh, yeah. love it.
0: Honestly, yeah. I it love was,
1: people
2: crying in the
1: theater. It made oh, I love it, it made that moment where it was just like probably like a mom thinking about her own it was daughter. Probably one yeah. of the
0: mums of one of those girls. Yeah, yeah.
1: and it was just like Look. it, like this crystal moment of just like ah. Oh. And then, then the winner takes it all came after that, and yeah. it was such it a right. bang up.
2: As a culture, I find that's really unemotional. So like when I see people, oh like, yeah crying at like something stupid like art I'm like yeah. <laughs> incredible You're like, be itself. vulnerable yeah, exactly.
1: yeah that was lovely <laughs> yeah. Jack how about you
3: Um, so I was going to talk about the New Zealand International Film Festival which yes. was yes. Uh, a few weeks ago Um, yeah, I, ago I wasn't quite as ambitious as some people I know who saw 40 40- 8 films. Yeah, I, know, I know exactly who you're talking about. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> um, but I did see uh, 16 films. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them because we'll be here all day. But, um, highlights? But, uh, but a couple of highlights were um, uh, one of them was River, which was a Japanese Ooh. film, time travel film. Um, if you've heard of the film called Beyond the Infinite Two Minutes, which I highly recommend checking out as well, that was made by the same company. They're actually, based as, yeah, they're actually yeah. based as a theatre company in Japan Aww. and they branched out into this kind of indie kind of style low-budget filmmaking um, and And Beyond the Infinite 2 Minutes is a remarkable achievement of, like, it's all done in one shot, and it's like this kind of, like, looping time travel thing of every two minutes it resets. Mm -hmm. This is taking the same concept, but... It does it in a Japanese resort where literally they all reset their positions every two minutes, which means that, you know, the person who's eating their rice, suddenly the rice refills and there isn't time to go and cook some more rice before the before they loop again. Wow. And they're like going like they get to like, you know, twenty four loops or something. They're like, what the hell is going on? Like why do we just have like the same you know, and why are we stuck in this infernal um, loop of, of every two minutes the entire hotel Resort, reset. So Shit. it becomes this incredibly like farcical kind of comedy of like trying to figure it out and mm. trying to try a whole lot of different avenues to stop this time travel loop. Um, and yeah, it's a really brilliant film. It's um, that was definitely one of my highlights, and, um, and recommend checking it the out. What's question? Why, yes,
2: why is it called River?
3: It's called River because it's next. It's set next to a river, yeah. and the yeah, river may have may or may not have something to do with the, the time river. travel. Yeah. The river was already taken.
0: The river of time. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. feel
1: like time travel <laughs> movies are usually like. A day so it's like clean yeah. but yeah just within two minutes or yeah or something that's
3: mm. so fun it's basically like grand hog day but it's reset every two minutes but you go back to your starting positions of where you were at that it's two minute grand point hog
2: day for the tiktok generation yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah that's
3: one good, good way to point it um another one i want to shout out to is i like movies which is um uh, <laughs> definitely one of one of my Cass favorite films of the year.
0: pandering to the movie lovers <laughs>
3: yeah um literally it um it's a yeah. It's a film about this Canadian kid who's like, I just want to be a filmmaker, and it's in 2001, and it's so bizarre. Seeing 2001 as like a retro period, you know, like you think of 1970s movies, yeah. they're all kind of shot yeah. in this kind of beautiful, washed, saturated colors, and mm. this is like that, but for 2001, because obviously that was when um, mm. you know, the Shrek DVD had just come out and Punchdrunk <laughs> Love had just come out on DVD, and those are two biggest things on the calendar of the year. then you know, they're working. In the- so this yeah. kid is just like, I just you know, he's making his movies on his mini DV tapes and with his friends and. Um, and it's all just like anyone who's ever aspired to like be a filmmaker or, 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 or work in a video store or love movies mm, from that wow. time period will particularly resonate with
2: that film. Um, now that I think about it, two thousand one, lots of Shrek.
0: Harry Potter, the first
2: one, yep. Lord of the Rings, an the iconic,
0: first one, an iconic yeah. time for film. LaRouche. I mean, an, yeah. I- an iconic time for the world, yeah. <laughs> uh, having just Bridget directed, <laughs> directed yeah. a, a play set in two thousand and one. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> <what happened>. yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a great it's a great film. One recommend for anyone who who loves movies. Yeah. yeah, it's all in the title. It's all the title, as they say, the titular the role. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and one more that I'd like to shout out to um, is the New Zealand Doco uh, Red Mole Rummets, which is Oh, I art...
0: hear that's really nice. It yeah. was beautiful.
3: Yeah, Red Mole Theatre Company, um, oh, nice. which um, has quite a legacy in. You know New Zealand Feta. Mm. Um, this incredibly, you know, it's just really sensitively handled because it was quite a sad story what happened with the creators mm. of that Feta um, company in the end. And it's just, it's just a really beautiful snapshot of New Zealand from like the nineteen seventies to nineteen nineties in art and in that period, and sort of captures that wider movement. So just want to do a shout out to a New Zealand one as well. So those are
2: good because oh, nice. we haven't talked about any of those. No, plans. we yeah. haven't. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, lots of red blank. Theatre companies,
1: I know, I them. know. Like, yeah. Yeah. We still get called Red Square sometimes. Red Square yeah. is We're none the of the theatre
0: companies, that's the club in Wellington. Okay. <laughs> I'd message... prefer to get it mistaken for other theatre companies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My message
2: to the person who um, watched 48 movies in the film festival could you not find another two in your skin?
0: <laughs> <Well, laughs> yes. What stopped you from getting 50? This yeah. sp- <laughs> person said
2: they want to resonate it with 48
3: hours and be like, 48 to steal something. There go. So I guess. there we go. It's pretty, pretty Hawaii in Alaska. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, and I also want to mention a book I'm currently reading, which nice. you may or may not have read or heard of. Um, so a New Zealand author called Tamsin Wa, and she wrote a book called Gideon the Knife. Um, Ooh, and it's a fantasy it. novel. That title. Yep, and the the basically the tagline or the pitch line is uh, lesbian necromancers uh, explore a gothic palace in space. So that's um, <laughs> oh, awesome. good. It's <laughs> all about skulls. <it>.
2: I'm about Love halfway it.
3: through, um, and it's a wonderful piece of New Zealand uh, literature, uh, fiction. You know, literature nice. you could call it that. It's, it came out relatively fiction recently in the last. F- show,
0: well, fiction is all. Ideas, all so. fiction is literature. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's, that's right.
3: It's, it's about halfway through. It's a really great book. It's got lots of skeletons. Uh, you know, a, a plot that's that sort of keeps you guessing, and it's nice. it's really worth checking out if if you like that sort of content. So yeah. Cool.
1: cool. Well, that is a colossal amount of pop culture, and you know what else is colossal? It's our titular role with our. Feature presentation. Woo! King Kong. (laughs) Ah. Feature presentation.
0: Okay, so uh, Jack, you suggested this as uh, when you were thinking about possible films that you might want to come on the podcast with, and we were all real keen mm. um, because yeah uh, Jack
2: actually submitted as a short list so he yes so he picked, submitted as a short list
0: um, and this was the one I think James and I voted for King Kong and I yeah. think Matt voted for something else but was won over oh, that's really <laughs> but cool. we'll talk about that the later maybe we'll do that one idea. another time yeah. Yeah, exactly. um, but yeah so do you want to talk about why you wanted to bring this one to the podcast
3: absolutely um, so King Kong 2005 is Peter Jackson's absolute love leader to the movie that made him want to make movies mm. if it wasn't for King Kong 1933. Um, Peter Jackson has claimed, you know, that he might not have wanted to be a filmmaker, in which case we wouldn't have had Bad Taste, Brain Dead, Meet the Feebles, Heavenly Creatures, The Frighteners, and then the movie that changed the entire New Zealand film industry for better or worse, Lord of the Rings. And um, Shirley
2: <laughs> Bay would be like different. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. So, um, so that would be
0: out of (laughs) that would be destroyed. Yeah.
3: That's better. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, so for better or worse, this movie from 1933 inspired Peter Jackson, and he just said he loves this movie more than anything else in the world. And so he wanted to like make this tribute movie to it. You know, like he really wanted to like at home the point you know this is the movie that made me love movies so he made this movie that obviously been a, a massive lord of the rings fan from back in the day i was like very excited for in 2005 it's like mm. we're all like waiting for this big thing what's this next thing gonna be that' shooting in wellington i lived in wellington then i still do um mm. and it's like you know you could see sort of like the sets around the place there's like little bits and pieces of like like the boat was tied up at the miramar wharf for ages and you mm. go oh yeah this is great there's a movie that's happening and everyone's really excited about this thing because it was still you know he he hadn't got involved in um, Merrill campaigns at that point, so he was yeah. still kind of respected. Everybody and... still liked PJ at this yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, and um, and yeah, it was just super exciting. It was like the most exciting thing of the year was that Peter Jackson was making this movie of King Kong, and it's the thing he's like ultimately wanted to do. And it was just like, okay, let's see how this plays out. So you go to the movies, you sit down, you watch this thing, and you're like, it's very long. Um, but I get it. He's kind of like, I'm, this is the thing that made you want to make movies, you know? So you're like, okay, I get it. You like, he kind of wants to be like make sure that every single detail from that movie gets put on mm. screen and you want to feel every moment and every piece of emotional thing and every every character and not character and every character and their little subtext and their backstory and you're just like, there's so much to love about it's this epic. movie.
2: It's,
3: a, it's epic. It's epic, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then there's so much not to love about
0: it. Because that's it the just... thing. It's got both. That's yeah. why we love these films. You know? yeah. That's why we want to discuss them.
3: So that's why I thought this would be a good
2: <laughs> to your original question. <laughs> so, yeah. this, this is the first film since his like, yeah, this is his next
0: film after worldwide. Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, for the rest of you, like, what's your background with King Kong 2005?
2: Uh, I've never seen it. This is the first time I've seen really? it. Really? Yeah. I you didn't know realize why? that. Why? Because guess what movies I watch? None of King Kong doesn't fit the format quadrant of <laughs> movies when I was getting into movies, which is one, classic films, mm. not a classic film. Two... Oscar film. Not really. Not, not really an Oscar t- Bates.
1: Yeah. There were some Oscar Noms though, wasn't there?
2: Yeah. Like, not. Technical. it's not. Like I'm not yeah. watching the Oscars for sure, yeah. best sound design. So
0: twelve year old bat is like ah, best sound design <laughs> yeah,
2: get something exactly, better. Yeah. yeah. Three, uh, not enough women. Or there's like, I literally think one the bat
1: for Naomi, don't you? I do like Naomi,
2: but like literally she's the only She's the only woman, woman in the yeah, spot. Yeah. yeah. Four, um, it's not a comedy.
1: So <laughs> Well, isn't it with Jack Black? yeah we'll talk about it right so you
2: just never came out it's just never it's not you know it's not matting up for me at that that age. yeah yeah um and also it wasn't an auteur film either for me in my age that at that time although now i guess i'd consider peter pj yeah um i don't know i guess i just wasn't that excited about it and it eluded me but now as i'm old as i got i've gotten older the you know, it's been on my watch list. I just haven't had the, the right. time and the, the situation because it is long. Yes.
0: Mm. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, yeah, you got to make time to sit down yeah, and watch three-hour film.
2: This was the perfect kind of opportunity to, like, watch it.
0: Nice. And
2: um, King Kong, the original also, which I have not seen before today. Mm. Also, cause I watched you it did a Kong-a-thon! Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, it's and I did the w-
1: same. Should we chat about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: I just want to say that, you know, it's just one of those... It was it is a classic movie but it's mm. just one of those that I just haven't gotten around to. Yeah. Um, um,
0: I mean, I also have not seen yeah. King Kong 1933, except for the very end of it, which I just came home from my other thing yeah, this morning, James and James was watching, watching the end of it. yeah. So I've seen you the end of it now. compare the two Airplanes, um, airplane no, nice.
3: yeah. Spoiler <laughs> alert if you didn't know how it ended. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah we, we spoiled this entire film the I whole way through. I
2: still can't believe we were doing the same thing. Mm. We were twin konging. I know. It's cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Um, so James, what's your 2005 King Kong? Yeah, so this
1: is very much my... James Nip, Cane Nip. um I don't know if I have a Nip. We'll,
0: we'll find, another yeah yeah, to yeah. find another yeah yeah
1: it with. Uh, yeah, because um, I was really into. Cane to
0: me? It's cocaine. Cain. Oh, cocaine is good. <laughs> cocaine!
1: Yeah, this is my cocaine. Uh, because I was very much, as can be attested if you've ever been to our house, into like monster movies. I have them up on the wall. And I. S- uh this is kind of a monster movie the subgenre of like mm. big scale uh monsters mm. so i was very much into yeah all of those like godzilla and and like big creatures like attacking lands and so <laughs> um yeah and very much a peter jackson fan very much enjoyed a lot of the rings so seeing king kong we had we saw it in the cinema and then bought it on DVD and was watching that.
2: Everyone has
1: those DVDs. Yeah. Yeah. Those those box sets of Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah, and also like he was, I really enjoyed bonus features. Um yeah. And so Peter Jackson is synonymous with amazing bonus features with its exactly yeah Yeah. Yeah. um so i really enjoyed having that i think our king kong wasn't actually one of the big ones so i'm just gonna Mm. roll that back a little bit but i it was the interest in king kong the original there was this amazing like two disc special edition that i remember getting that was really cool to watch as well um Mm. yeah that i really enjoyed it's um yeah I don't know if we find a time to kind of chat briefly about the 30s version. I but... think
0: we'll come up to it as we get into yeah. to discussions about similarities of... and differences, but we don't yeah. want to take over. Because exactly. I want to join the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> sort of course. Of course. but <laughs> as Jack was saying, uh... <laughs>
1: it's a huge influence yeah. on Peter Jackson and why he wanted to be a filmmaker, and you can see a lot of mm. the... Mm. Um, um, the on it.
2: was a huge deal at that time. This movie, yeah, like in two thousand five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean,
0: I think particularly for being in Wellington, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I'm, you know, same age and same place as, <laughs> as you, and I, I was a huge Lord of the Rings fan, yeah. um, and read all the books and uh, I saw, you know, saw the movies, and so I was very much looking forward to this film, uh, and was interested in filmmaking. And, you know, the fact that this was getting made in Wellington and, you know, mm-hmm. you were seeing, like, things in the paper about how oh, they built New York on this back and mm. blah, blah, blah. Um, so I saw this in cinemas when it came out um, and I had the same DVD copy, I think, that Jack has... And I had a book that was, like, the art of Kong <laughs> that I got oh, at one point, which was, like, all the concept designs, which yeah. was very cool. Nice. Um, but, yeah, I was just telling my, my, my two childhood, like, connections with this is, one, uh, I saw it for my friend Mitchell's birthday because he was an extra in the film. He appears in the, uh, the like, pr- the, the opening, like, montage of poor people in the 1930s and depression. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I... Uh, Used a bit of the Skull Island like set, like a polystyrene rock, when I was 13, the year after, uh, for my class's production of The Lion King, our 30-minute musical performance directed and designed by members of the class.
2: And how did you come... Come by that piece of rock. Which
0: we had because my friend, uh, my friend Gabby, uh, her mother was Peter Jackson's one of Peter Jackson's assistants or something like worked oh, cool. worked for him, um, and so yeah, she had access to random polystyrene set dressing. Yeah, I yeah, guess part
2: of Skull Island. Yeah, I later um, on saw um,
0: I saw the second Transformers movie with Gabby when yeah. I was like sixteen or seventeen, bad, uh, whenever maybe that maybe came bad, up. Maybe, Very bad yeah, film, but bad, we saw it at Peter Jackson's house, like in his <gasps> private cinema. <laughs> Whoa,
4: Whoa. <laughs> she was just. It's like
0: oh I want to I'm gonna watch a movie at Peter Jackson's house, dude. Do you want to come? I was like yes, and you turn <laughs> yeah. up, and it's like all decorated like the inside of the Civic in there. It's yeah. like all fancy, and there's free snacks that you can just get these like bags of chips out the front and you just see what Gabby what...
2: was living the life I know
0: just living the life um, and we went in to go watch this film and I'm like, I wonder what film will be and it was Transformers 2 it was real bad Rise of
3: the <laughs> but yeah you got the experience clearly so.
0: like nobody else wanted to go so that's why they were like I don't know yeah. my assistant's kid can invite one of our
3: friends was Peter <laughs> himself there or was no, it just tell-
0: no I don't know it was like they just had screenings I don't know he just has like a private cinema that's cool probably... you <laughs> should invite
2: Peter Jackson to come on the pod to discuss yeah. Transformers Rise of the Fallen yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are like why, why did you play this at your cinema <laughs> Screening it. Um, yeah.
0: Anyway, so those were my, those are all my King Kong anecdotes, uh, awesome. <laughs> my connection to this film. But and, uh, yeah, I was a fan when I saw it. I will awesome. say, yeah.
1: I just want to check Jack because you gave us that wonderful intro at the start. Is there anything else, like personally, for you in terms of first seeing it that you want to discuss? Yeah. So, so, once you actually saw it, what? Mm, what did...
3: mm. It's so interesting because I, because my friend had tickets to it. Um, it was really weird because they had the obviously the international premieres and stuff, and the very last premiere that they were having uh, was the Wellington premiere. Yeah, which mm. they had to big red carpet out in Quinty Place and yeah, everyone yeah. had like, you know, banana um, slogans and things like that. They, they <laughs> were like banana things to like sign autographs on. It was, it was quite funny. Cool. Um, but the weirdest part of this for me was is that they is that it was the same day it was being released generally in New Zealand cinemas. So I went into Reading Cinemas at 11am with my friend and who got tickets to an advanced screening or something like that and we came out at 2pm and then got to see the Walking Down the Red Carpet. Um, so, <laughs> so that was cool. pretty surreal. Nice. Um, and yeah, and I was just like, when I first saw the movie, I was just like, the first half is basically Titanic and the second half is basically Mm. Jurassic Park and I've seen the original King Kong and that was about half the length of that and I was like, I want to love this so much because, you know, this is like so (laughs) exciting and we're at this premiere and I've just seen the movie and wow, but like at the same time, I was like, I just feel like it's kind of ripping off a lot of other movies here, Mm -hmm. but I know it's it's much, I know it's much, and that's Um, okay. And, um, but yeah, I I did struggle to, um, on that first viewing to really like sympathize with a a giant gorilla who you know really had better things to do than um, than go to New York you know Um, but at the same time I was like no but this is like emotional stuff and I was really like (laughs) I sort of had this like confidant yeah and then I watched it again on the second viewing and obviously you know I think it might be that thing of you know when you see something more than once you kind of uh, more familiar with it. so uh, yeah. so i went to see it in the cinemas again a second time because i think you know friends or parents or something went to see it and i was like oh i'll go along and see it again yeah that sounds good um and on the second viewing i was like okay i know what i'm in for now it's okay um and um and i was like yeah, no, that was really nice. It was, like, a lot of characters in there and mm-hmm. a lot of nice things going on, a lot of beautiful sunsets, a lot of great cinematography, a lot of great special effects, and, you know, Andy Serkis' performance as, as King Kong is, is, is really great, and Naomi Watts is really great, and I was like, okay, there's a lot to like about this movie. So um, I think the first time whenever you, you see something you've got high expectations for, you're always mm. going to be slightly disappointed. It's like, it's not Lord of the Rings, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. And Peter Jackson, I guess,
1: was your guy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He was one of your big PJ. favorite filmmakers. Yeah.
2: That cool. detail about the banana is
1: so funny, <laughs> That's so, good. is there a banana scene? No I'm bananas kidding. in this film. Do they have a no. big, like, because, you know, they did Golem and stuff for the the red Did they have a big Kong do they have a big Kong I can't remember
3: I don't think I don't so, think so. Yeah. Um they, they I don't think they just had the banana the banana things over right. there but out. this <laughs> was a
1: very expensive film right like, yeah. at the time oh, yeah. like, one of the most expensive because yeah. it went massively over budget it was yeah. a lot yeah. longer uh, than expected Yep. So. PJ himself
3: had to put in 30 million just to reach the budget really? because Gosh. of the fact that that was how much it was going to cost I remember reading an article about this um, just a couple of months before the movie came out it's like PJ has put, has put his own money in because he's demanding that the film was three hours long <laughs> and the wow. studio were like well we Damn. want to make it two and a half hours so he's like yeah. right I'll have to pay the extra amount of money it would take to finish off these shots Ooh, uh, so I there was a lot of studio. Yeah.
1: so, so, so yeah. you're on the
3: filmmaker's side you're going I want to see this vision that, you know, that mm. he has here you know, it's really interesting Yeah.
1: okay cool well uh, now that we've kind of talked about our past experiences with it let's try and summarise this massive three hour film with yeah. our segment movie in a minute
0: and I believe it's James's turn. It's going to be
1: my turn to do it. So let's see how I go in uh, in our classic segment. And now with the new sound effects of a-, a game show that we could not possibly name. I don't know where it comes from. Oh my god! Right.
2: And I will never be that um, tax bracket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, All
4: right. right, go Here James, go. go.
1: Uh, A movie is being made by Carl Denham, and he wants to go to Skull Island, um, but he needs a woman in order to kind of sell it to the masses. He's a filmmaker, and he finds a young lady called Anne Dawson Dawson. Darrow. Darrow. All right, Darrow. And then uh, Anne Darrow um, goes on the boat, and uh, and because she realizes that the scriptwriter is a man that she's very interested in called Jack, forgot his last name. And anyone got it? No. Driscoll. 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 And Jack Driscoll is there, and they're going to Skull Island, and then it seems kind of sinister. They get there because they realize that Kong... <laughs> is there, and he's this <laughs> huge gorilla, and he's being worshipped by the natives, but they give sacrificial offerings, and Anne is offered it as a sacrificial offering, but then she is, falls in love with Kong, and vice versa, uh, and then, <laughs> but Carl is like, no, we gotta get him, so he throws chloroform at him, takes him back to New York City, and then Kong escapes, it's a nightmare, and he picks up Anne and goes up to the United States, and he dies. Uh, yeah! Uh, okay, yeah, alright, yeah, Very right, yeah, close, yeah. Yeah, we got there. Yeah.
0: Yeah, um, a lot of a lot of times been on the premise on the on the on the beginning. Hey, but you know, I
1: gotta get better at names, so yes. I gotta. Well, I, I, I think you just gotta not up.
0: use them. That's the thing. I just all go like Adrian Brody and Naomi yeah. Watts are here and on you a boat, like. We like. did have the names, but you opted for the last names as well. I know.
2: Yeah. Should have just yeah. done first names. That's alright. Yeah, I just have a burning question. So. Jack the banana
0: was it the pen or the paper
1: it was the paper the so paper. Okay. yeah yeah <laughs> so it was these
3: cardboard bananas that were hanging out and everyone like got like I'm just see. getting
0: like we're signing we're just smushing yeah. a banana into the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wait what you're
1: signing on to a banana I thought it was a banana, banana pen, pen. It was like with a regular of the pen yeah, yeah I thought banana. the pen would be a big banana
2: yeah see that's why I needed to clarify well
0: that would be cool but how is it paper what just a cardboard banana? What do you mean? Like a, piece, a big piece of paper, it's, it's like a banana. Oh, shape. Oh, in a banana
1: shape. It's shaped like uh, a banana. So it's a picture of a banana on it. Yeah, I want novelty pins.
0: I want novelty pins too. But I mean, they're already thirty million dollars over budget. They couldn't <laughs> yeah. afford to make a whole banana. Maybe they were signing pens. on banana
1: boxes because they oh, ran out dear. of budget. Well, <laughs> you know. Anyway, I mean,
0: that was that was the plot of
2: the. Um... It is indeed. 2005 movie yeah kind of the same of the 1930s one actually yeah generally so almost, yeah except that they're not Jack Driscoll's not an actor he's the
0: first
1: mate yeah and, uh, and right. I'd say that Faye Ray's and doesn't really fall in love no they with don't Kong. fall in love she's just Kong is, uh, I, I don't know if you would say necessarily humanized. that they yeah.
0: fall in love in this no, movie but that's a short sure. Could one could interpret they form it in that way connection. but she clearly feels for him and, and loves yeah. him in some way yeah Um, but yeah yeah, I don't know if it's necessarily romantic Yeah, yeah. but it's definitely not there's no sympathy for Kong in the 30s
1: no Kong's just kind of like an animal he's just a monster he's just a
0: big monster
2: and also the men are all horrible in the 1930s (laughs) yeah
1: it's like horribly (laughs) sexist yeah James was
0: quoting the 1930s one to me earlier today oh yeah
1: the best line is like "Uh, this is Jack Driscoll to Anne and he's like well I guess I love you and it's like but Jack you hate women and he's like (laughs) You're not a woman. <laughs> what, what does he say? You're, You're not, not women. women. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, oh, cool. So just misogyny generally. Oh, oh, okay, no, Jack, Jack is showing us up. a picture. Oh, Oh, the these are the bananas. Maybe yeah. we we'll put this on social wow. media.
0: Okay, yeah, we love, we love oh. we've got to find that. Love it. Nice. I
3: just, I just did a quick Google search while we were chatting about these bananas yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from the 2005 premiere. Yeah.
1: Jack Brilliant. has brought his tablet to this, and honestly, pretty... I think it's a game changer. Look, yeah. like, much more, more prepared
0: than most of our guests. <laughs> well, <laughs> drag,
1: let, let's no, not no, drag no, our other no, guests. <laughs> much more prepared than us.
0: More than us, yes. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Well, I mean, we we just wing it every time. Exactly. Um, but all right, we've talked about the plot. Now it's time for the hot.
1: Sizzle, sizzle. Time for hot banana.
0: (laughs) Time for hot hot banana. You can do
1: a hot banana, right? Oh, yeah, fried bananas are good. Have
0: it on pancakes Mm, with Mm. some bacon. Uh, Okay, I'm going to go first, which I rarely do in this segment. Okay. Um, Because I have an offer and I don't know the character's name.
1: I think you're going to do (laughs) Kong.
0: I was thinking about it, but no, I have one and it's. The Sinister Captain. Same. Oh, my God. Same. What a hottie. (laughs) Thomas. Thomas the Captain. I was like, he was so... Oh, sorry. Thomas is...
1: He's called Captain Englehorn and Thomas Yeah. So
0: Captain Englehorn, he's like got this way of addressing everybody before. He doesn't even know they're going to Sky Island. Yeah. But he's just like... Well, are you ready to? I don't know there's something take about on her. The risk? I think I think he and knows. he's got yeah, he no he doesn't because then when That's they right. find out like he's like saying you got to go there there's he's like there's nothing there there's only water. What yeah, do you mean? Right. He, know. to, but yeah. he knows that he's hot. But he like, knows he that he's sinister he's that there's smoking. problems. Well, yeah. um, he
1: does. So the reason why I think he's being sinister is he does chloroform. Um, yeah, he's evil. Oh yeah, he's not Come a good on, guy. Yeah. He's yeah. kind
0: of—he's a. It does live animal capture. Yeah. He's kind of baddie. So,
1: but like in terms of like, but you know, like he's, like he's not the worst.
0: But he's worst. smoldering. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, and is this a new addition to our like hot jobs? Like the captain,
0: boat captain. Boat captain. Mm, I don't <laughs> know if it's always a hot not necessarily job. A hot job.
1: No. But yeah. Anyway, he's made it hot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. I'd say first mate is a hotter job than captain.
1: Yeah, Jack Dawson,
2: uh, kind of a first matey, like. Mm. Mm. Deal. Yeah.
1: The thing is, like, there's a lot of attractive people in this film, but yeah. Thomas just,
0: like. I don't know, there was something about it. Something him. about it. And it's yeah. like his stare, and then he, he turned up at the. You know, he, also- he saved the day at the and last minute And in minute. multiple
1: scenes. And then when Carl's going crazy and he's like, we gotta get Kong, he's like, what are you doing? Get out of No, that's not his accent. He has a slight German accent, mm. which yeah. is really hot, too. I also yeah. think
2: there's the unknown factor, because we know Naomi Watts, we so you know Adrian yeah. mm. But we're and like, who, who this is this
1: man? Who is this? And I was immediately, as soon as he started talking I was like what is his filmography he's kind of got that like the hotness of the guy from Game of Thrones as well yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Jamie,
0: yeah, the, yeah, Jamie
1: Lannister um, oh
2: Jamie I thought you meant um Daenerys is like the guy who was obsessed with her. No. The older no, no, no. guy, but, which he also
1: kind of looked like. Oh, yeah. Well, I, get, I can see you that. He one shot, he looked like Liam Neeson. He did. Yeah. Mm. So he's in Cars 2. He's in Infinity oh, oh Pool. He's in Captain America, The Winter Soldier, and Avengers Age of Ultron. Okay, so know. he must
0: he play just, a he's in Marvel this. now.
1: Maybe he got called in because he's in The Pianist, and Adrian oh. Brody is in oh. that. Oh. And Adrian's like, I know a guy. I know a guy. I know a guy. I know
2: guy. No German guy. Yeah. Thomas Scritchman. Is that his? Name?
1: Uh. Kitsch, Kitchman,
2: I think. Okay. Mm. Well, anyways. Yeah. He got top billing. I'm kidding. He got top
0: billing in our hearts. He um, got
3: billing over, was it Carl, Carl Kyle? Kyle? Oh, yeah. 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 Well,
2: I guess this was before Friday Night Lights.
3: Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah.
0: Um, do you have a, do you ever do you have a MVP most visually pleasing member of, of I, cast?
3: I do. Um, for me, it's Jack Black as uh, Carl Denham for several reasons. One, because oh, nice. actually you, you made me think about this, Cassandra. You said that um, you thought like whenever Jack Black turns up in a movie, you just feel so much happier. Cause
0: yeah, he's a sure. guy I love to he see. Is. I'm always yeah. happy to see him.
3: And, yeah. and he was using a bit of his like improvisational comedy skills. Not too many of them here, but he, I just feel like he kind of had this kind of playful thing going on. And I was yeah. like, I don't know if anyone else playing that role would have bought that with him. Mm. And, and, you know, yeah. Carl Denham in the original movie is kind of a, he's a bit of a, like, yeah. He's
2: older, he's kind of like a brute. Yeah, yeah. He, he's,
3: just, he's just a bit boring, really. But, like, yeah. I thought that Jack Black really made that character kind of interesting. And I also mm. love the way that he based him on Orson awesome Welles, um, the drunk version from those television ads. <laughs> letter you Welles. Know, letter later Wells, in
1: yeah. Mm. <laughs> later Wells, yeah. Like in a
2: biopic, for yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. I can also see, like, the younger Wells, where he's just, like, like super cocky and like ruthless. Mm, mm. Like I'm just going to do anything as well. Mm. Yeah. Um. I remember first seeing this film and seeing Jack, and I was like, Ah, he's being <laughs> oh, too silly. God. And then he too silly. Yeah. But then, but yeah. Now I'm watching it. I'm like. I think he's kind of the no, secret celebrity. source of the first yeah, half. Yeah, I think it's good. Yeah, and
0: like, yeah, I think I buy that he is mm. not a bad guy, even though he does so many bad things in yeah. this film. Like he does a <laughs> lot. Like he's, you know, he's charming. But he's charming, and I, I, get, I understand why these people are his friends, and they want to like be in his film, despite the fact that he's. Absolutely, he's yeah. Psycho. He is the
1: best friend that you always, he always drags you back into his yeah. orbit.
0: Yeah, he's got these crazy schemes, it's these the crazy shenanigans. Yeah. It's but they just, just, just like he's charming enough to make it believable that Adrian Brody would be like, "Yeah, fine, I'll write your fucking film," and then he gets trapped <laughs> on a boat with him for yeah. weeks on end. Yeah.
1: Like, um, no, you had a couple of a numbered reasons. Did we cut you off before you got through all of them for Jack?
3: Oh, the other reason was because um, I think he, I think he's uh, you know the the representation in the film of like of Peter Jack himself being like you love film more than you love anything else you know and yeah. that scene where he's like mourning yeah. his old his film that's like broken and you just, that's one of the most heartbreaking moments in the film for me yeah. um, you just like feel the loss of like oh he's trying so hard to make this movie and anyone who's tried to make a film before knows that it's Freaking hard, yeah. and so when you're trying to do it in a jungle with uh, scary monsters trying to eat you, yeah. all the time, um, <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. I feel for this guy, you know, like he's just trying to get his movie made. Regret against all he lost all the
0: his odds. footage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And,
3: and I also love the the opening scene where he's standing up to the movie producers and he's trying to be like, you
0: don't understand
3: about art and integrity and you know all this kind of stuff. And I, I just think that it's uh, he's 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 kind of like a, a safe place for me in this film because it's like he's just like I love making film. I want to make film. That's all I want to do. And I'm gonna screw these Hollywood producers uh and he's got this, rare, this real charm and real charisma and art. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah
1: totally yeah i'd like to shout out um i think adrian brody's very attractive as well despite being yes. often cast as like oh no in this film in like, this
0: film there's a number of different lines that seem to like be obliquely implying that adrian brody is bad looking twitty twerp yeah,
1: they're yeah. Like, what
0: a twitty twerp and then like carl chandler has a bit where he's it's like, like oh, real, hero. real heroes don't look like me and it's like but wait what
1: <laughs> I think Brody's a beautiful man. Yeah. And Naomi Watts, Naomi um, Watts is beautiful.
0: Look, as angelic, as well. yeah. you know. Absolutely. Um, glowing. There
1: was a moment met where yeah. you were watching and you were like, "Oh, her clavicles." They <laughs> were glowing. Is
2: canonically like yeah. the best bone in the body. Yeah.
1: yeah. She's yeah, yeah. very
0: thin in this film, is one yeah. thing I will yeah. note, um, which was a little distracting for me. I was just like, oh, she looks like she's going to get crushed. Like... Is,
3: it, is that because she was being going through 90 yeah. of depression? I mean, it made makes sense. Yeah. Like, there's, just... there's
0: reasons for it, and they, they had to choose her because she has to fit into the size costume. But
2: also, just like, you know, Kong's hand is so big. But yeah, I was like, <laughs> she
0: looks very fragile, like a little bird. There's a lot of danger of being cruel.
1: crushed in this movie, but yeah. most people Brody... sidestep it.
2: It's like typecast as like writers. And yes, artists and I see people. it though. I like see that, it. you know, as, yeah. Asteroid City as, well mm-hmm. as one yeah. recently. That's a man um, who
0: like he's got to be in front of a typewriter. And, like, and
2: blonde, he played Arthur Miller. So I <laughs> well, love it's
1: it. Either got to be like yeah, a typewriter or like a piano. Or the piano. Like, he learned to play he learned, to play. he learned to play for the
0: pianist. We did pianist for my year twelve yeah. uh, movie study.
1: Uh, <laughs> and Why so is the English teachers always pick like good but yikes films?
0: Yeah, problematic director. But you know, there were a lot of
2: at that time. It wasn't as you. You know, like, we weren't as savvy about that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But the triple feature of piano pianist and piano teacher. Oh, yeah. wow.
1: Not for yeah. for the students. <laughs> That'd be know. pretty harrowing. Pianothon, yeah. Pianothon. <laughs> <The>
0: pianothon. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyways. Let's so. move on to our next segment. Mm. Let's move
2: on from pianos to the
0: titular role. There is no role of the Tempest. It is the titular role. No. Okay.
1: King Kong.
0: So, um, a question I had... During this movie, which you guys did explain to me, is uh, Kong is presented as Kong, the Eighth Wonder of the World. That's the, the on the marquee when mm. he's captured and he's put in New York in the theater. Um, I don't, I don't totally understand how they know that his name is Kong. I think they just heard
2: the, the because the the, 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 con- the, the,
0: the the Skull Islanders kind of just said like uh, something in their language that included the word Kong. Yeah, and but... that's the only thing they could pick out. Yeah. I think it's food I
2: don't know just,
0: well, Jack's
2: off. Yeah.
3: in the 1933 film as you would know because you watched it this morning um, the natives and them actually have quite a sophisticated discussion where they yeah, um, yeah, where they're yeah, like true. yeah he's called Kong you know we need to make a sacrifice to him you know <laughs> they, they, they have this all. kind of okay. they kind of like this expositionary thing if I remember correctly Is yeah.
0: they just so. speak in English they, no
2: no so like one of the people in the in the mm. ship I think the maybe the first mate or not the first mate the, uh, oh, right. the yeah. skipper yeah. he could, could um, speak the speak language the local language um, he is, I guess, called Kong, but, you know, they've added the honorific of King. Yeah, and well, so Kong didn't showed... sound,
0: yeah. like, cool enough, so they had to yeah. call him the King Kong. Yeah. I guess and... Kong probably just means giant gorilla. like a, Maybe. You know, or yeah. just, like, the terror or something. Yeah, like but the beast.
1: I don't particularly mind that, like, they were all like, oh, sweet, what's, what's that, Kong? Okay, sweet, we're taking that and running with it, and, uh-huh. you know, they just... And...
2: Yeah. Honestly, the legacy of the name Kong, incredible. I mean, mm. that's,
0: they're not going to do something else. It's just kind yeah. of one of those things that I'd never really interrogated until I had to think yeah, about the fact right? we're doing this titular role yeah. segment.
1: was <laughs> yeah. like, no, it's oh, it's just yeah. like yeah, and why do we call him Kong? Kong but he but, doesn't yeah. actually go by Kong, uh, King Kong anymore. He's dropped it because kong skull island and godzilla versus kong like yeah. he doesn't right. want to be known as the king anymore. yeah
0: king kong was the, the the name given to him forcibly by Carl exactly. denham when he made the I stage know. i love show. the name
1: king
2: kong it sounds like a rap name which i love you know he sounds like a rapper if, if king kong never existed yeah um and also obviously king kong is the the ape the big ape like to say, speak of the titular world which we don't see until like
3: 70 minutes. Yes. So minutes in. that's another that's another funky thing about this movie is it's like the first 70 minutes um, is great for all of the movie in-jokes and the scene-up characters, but then it kind of drags you're like, hang on, which movie are we watching again?
1: And, you know. instead <laughs> sort
0: of going like, oh, we're still, my Kong clock is still ticking,
1: like we, do, we haven't quite seen Kong yet. We do have an air of, like, Kong, like Lumpy, the character Andy Serkis plays that isn't mo-capped. Uh, talks about like this, like beast that cannot Ugh. be named, as yeah. awful, and we get the sense from the map, like a, a drawing of Kong. So I think like his mm. impact is somewhat felt, you know, as we're gearing up to it, it
0: kind of building towards. Yeah, you don't want to,
1: exactly. You don't want to show too much of it right mm. away, similar to the Jaws uh, mm. approach.
2: I do have to say, my history with King Kong as well. Just to add on earlier, King Kong, so his his place in popular culture cemented. Mm like the Simpsons I'm sure they've done a King Kong parody
0: I'm pretty sure they have
2: yeah exactly so many other cartoons they've done that TV shoot I mean TV there's shows. also
0: like classic parodies of exactly. the film King Kong itself That's like not I mean. necessarily yeah. like the the, the the monkey but yeah, like but using the the, mm.
2: the lady up the tower yeah like in like Rocky
0: Horror Show there's a yes. there's a classic yes. yeah. um, that where Rocky climbs up the tower the, the like, RKO tower yeah, yeah. the RKO yeah. tower in imitation yeah. of King and Kong does the beating his chest
1: talking about like Fay Ray and that song Yeah, yeah Yeah. remented in my mind. Um and also um one the stop motion effects of the original King Kong can't be overstated, just how influential they are. And they still look amazing. They do look
2: amazing, even though Kong's actual face looks really goofy to me. Yeah, they do like (laughs)
1: insert like close-up shots. That's um,
3: there was an
2: animatronic, I believe.
3: Yeah, the animatronic
1: I think is still like powerful and scary, but it is a little goofy, too. Um and two, oh yeah, because this was obviously The original was very influential on, like, stuff like Jurassic Park. When I was a kid, I always thought it was weird that, or, like, wild that it was like, oh, my gosh, dinosaurs in, like, the suburbs, in, like, the city. Like, that's so crazy. Who could think of that? And I'm like, (laughs) oh, King Kong does that, and that's where it came from.
3: Are you talking about the Lost World, where they go to New York? (laughs) Yeah. Basically to the end of King Kong? Yeah.
1: Exactly. And I'm like, oh, of course, like, this influenced that and like that's it's baked into it like not only do they go to skull island and witness kong this figure like apparently the the directors the two directors of the 30s film like he saw like planes flying around in new york and he thought like ah, oh, that would be so cool of like kong in the empire state building being like yeah this quote-unquote yeah primitive representative being killed by modern civilization um yeah, no. and I think it's just a cool like story, even though it comes with its fair share of problems as All well.
0: Right. Um, well, should we start with the good things? Yeah. now should we have a look at our bottles, as oh we call God. them?
2: Yeah, or um, should we call them the bananas today? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> we
1: swap them on purpose. But does Kong like bananas? He likes. We never see him eat it. Yeah, he, he just eats bamboos. He eats the the bamboos and leaves. He bananas. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: But yeah, okay, so I really love the King Kong and, and Dara relationship yeah. in this film. Mm. Like, I think it totally, I totally buy it. I'm Same. like, I think that whether it's Andy Serkis's performance in mocap or it's the animation or whatever it is, I think he, like, the character of Kong as a constructed character is so well done. Like, I think you just read so much in his face also, and his gestures and his eyes, yeah. like, oh.
2: I just think it also gives the heart of the film, that, yeah. that, that relationship. It's like, I wouldn't care as much if if it was just kind of like the night. If it was just a big creature and... that
0: you had to get. Like, yeah. it would just kind of be a boring, yeah. Well, it also kind of it humanizes
2: Kong and the design of Kong, which yeah. we can get to. Incredible. Um, yeah, it also shows that connection that we have with nature, with animals. Mm. with Like, mm. there's something there. like Yeah. And it's a lot
1: more, like, sophisticated as a performance i guess than something like Gollum, which is awesome as well but it's a very like showy like like doing. god he came came here yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's like quite a like a um theatrical performative role which is awesome but like kong is like your palette is so much more limited to the eyes Uh, yeah Mm -hmm. um and he completely nails it and i he goes on to do caesar with the um planet of the apes Mm. films which is he's also incredible in that but like the ability to inhabit that Mm. um that gorilla is also it's just you know how they say that
2: like cinema's for the faces Mm. it's like kong's face is so big that you just like Mm. you see all this emotion in his eyes so you just feel a lot more for him yeah Yeah. i also
0: think um naomi watts does a really good job on the other side of the relationship as well well. like Mm. i feel like she yeah, she has very few bits where she yeah. speaks to Kong and in fact with parts where she does speak to him we're kind of like, I don't know if you needed just you could have probably just just done that with actions because when she is communicating just with her face towards him, like we oh. can read so much about her empathy and her feeling pity for him and her sort of like wanting to protect him and under- and growing to understand him and why he's doing the things he's doing. Yeah. That, that um, is one of
3: the changes from over the years of Kong, of how, mm. how it's developed. So if I could just give a quick little rundown. In 1933, yeah, yeah. Um, she was just terrified of him you know that's yes. why faye was known scream as the scream queen yeah. yeah so the whole way through that movie she's just like i'm terrified ah! of this monster who's trying to kidnap me all the yeah. time mm-hmm. um and when they're up on the empire state building and you know he she's just like the first thing she says is when when the hunk jack Tristol comes up and he's like oh Anna's so good yeah. and she's just like she's like oh jack you saved me you know and there's this whole thing about like you know oh thank god the monster's gone you know that, mm-hmm. that's all it is and the 1976 film with uh jessica Lange. Um. Right, uh. Yeah. That's a bit more weird because Kong gets quite touchy feely in that one, and I'm not too sure how. it. Yes, Jack
0: sent us a showed us a it. YouTube clip of this one because we haven't. None of us have seen the 1976
3: mm-hmm. thing. I think. But yeah, yeah, that's right. And, uh, and uh, so he's, so it's kind of a weird sexual so thing yeah, it's that a doesn't more
2: sexual kind of charged relationship between mm. while well, Kong at least like. In...
0: But then that becomes even creepier yeah. from her because if she's not like into that, then that's <laughs> even like grosser. That's <laughs> yeah. even more invasive and scary. Um, yeah. <laughs> So
3: so, so so, the way it's evolved and then of course in this one um, it's not the fact it's the fact she befriends him that's the really sweet part yeah. of, of their relationship and the fact that they actually she actually cares about him and that's really obvious in the way she's like don't shoot and when the planes are going at the end she's like, it's quite heartbreaking you know yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it's like and um and that relationship is what sort of cements it and also makes it more, kind of more powerful in that sense than the other two predecessing films.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm going to say, I teared up at the end of this. <laughs> like, when they're having goodbye on top of the, the big the needle at the top of the Empire State yeah. Building, I was like, oh, it is beautiful. Like, you know, she's, like, touching his face. I was like, oh, like, it's it's so it's like a beautiful doomed love story. Yeah. It's the sense of that there's no way for him to you know live in the city and that's why yeah it's so it's so tragic even though um yeah like there's uh it's not his fault that he's done all this destruction there's no way that he can live you know <laughs> like there's, mm. there's no there's no possible way well, out
2: they're the only two creatures that understand each other yeah. fully in this film as well yeah i just want to say yeah naomi was incredible because yeah her face her actions her just like she was so empathetic and emotional mm. um, and also she was funny like I loved her little pratfalls and yeah I like that so she routine. first
0: wins him over is that we're given this additional backstory that she's a vaudeville actress specifically so she yeah. starts out we see her doing like male impersonation things and doing like little sort of goofy joke routines mm. and then once she's first been captured by Kong the way that she wins him over like entertains him as she does
1: these little pratfalls mm. um, yeah. just, just an amazing scene because like yeah builds from like oh let's keep him like entertained so he doesn't kill me then kong really enjoys it when she falls over and then she goes no and they're like they're establishing the base of their relationship and kong gets very upset at that and then like learns like oh actually maybe i should be um uh have some humility and like not be like that and that's conveyed largely with like nearly no dialogue. Like yeah, I think she says like one line being like Yeah. yeah.
2: And like on a, she's not like super well written either, but like she gives a lot to that she role. She does so like, much for <laughs> that yeah. role. And I, even, yeah. even just the physical aspects of her screaming mm. and like being terrified of Kong and the other creatures, she does that really well as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. so she like she aces all of the little components of her performance and yeah. elevates it yeah. into something feeling like a full blooded human. Yeah and I think
1: it's a credit to the screenplay because like yeah, the 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 Anne character in the thirties version, which uh, the team Peter Jackson is like sticking pretty close to. Like, I really like that they fleshed out this character just that little bit more, so that we kind of see what what her mm. career is like and yeah, what her talents are. Because, as Jackie was saying, she just essentially does look beautiful and scream in the thirties version.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, it's still it's still not amazing. Like no, she's it's still the of screaming in a negligence. Yes. But.
2: Well, that's kind of, I mean, part of the theater yeah. of her screaming. She I has think, to be scared of him at first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, the, the where it falls down a bit is more that, that middle section between the, the opening section, like, when we sort of see her career, and then, oh. like, once she's with Kong, I think both those are sort of great. It's maybe that bit in between that needs a bit more writing. Yeah.
2: Yeah. In yeah. the um, 1930s version, she was just poor, and they, like, yeah. plucked her off of the street. Mm. Yeah. She was, like, needed to live. She wasn't even an actress. Right. Yeah. He was just, like, oh, she's, like, nice She's beautiful. Pretty. And virginal, yeah. So, like, I'll cast her, she's desperate for like, yeah, food and, and basic yeah. shelter and living quality. Mm. Right. Um,
1: I like the sign language as well, with yeah. like the beautiful, with like putting a hand to the chest, which actually they follow through on on Godzilla vs. Kong. which
4: oh. Adam Wingard
1: was supposed to direct the sequel Skull Island, which he later went on to do Godzilla vs. Kong, but in the middle, there's Kong Skull Island, which right. Peter Jackson and Adam Wingard were like. Pretty close until it fell through. And
3: Carl Chandler is also in um,
1: one of those. Yeah, movies. yeah, he's in uh, Godzilla vs Kong. So and is he...
0: is he playing the same character? No,
1: just completely different character. Because <laughs> obviously between Confusing. I've
0: never <laughs> seen the other the no, Kong Skull Island well, or anything like that, so Kong... I don't know when it's
1: set or anything. I mean, when King Kong got made, there's like you don't have the Avengers and like this kind of like. Um, Uh, Marvel kind of cinematic universe thing. So the Kong and the Godzilla films are now trying to do these crossovers. Right. The same character. So his character shows up both in um, Godzilla King of the Monsters, which is the second Godzilla film. Godzilla versus Kong, so they're trying to like, they
3: should. Refer... I, will, I will point out though that that, that yeah. has happened before. So, um, and mm. King, you know, there was a King Kong Godzilla crossover in the 1950s, I believe. Yeah. Um, and uh, and you know, they've that. So, I, lo- I love the way that Universal is trying to repackage their stock to be like, let's try and get this going again, you know. Get yeah. back yeah. in there, <laughs> yeah, they, totally. They and should
2: refer to him as looking as that actor,
0: yeah. You look just like that, actor from that old film, it's so funny though.
2: A lot of people forget that before Chris Evans was Captain America, he was like that third guy in Fantastic Four, the Mm. brother. Mm. So when Captain America was first announced, I was like, he's already played a superhero in my head. That's Mm. greedy. (laughs) (laughs) You can't do it again. I know.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to say just before we move on from Naomi Watts, that I know that we had... We had general issues with her relationship with Jack Driscoll as like uh, yeah. some underwriting but I I really think that she was putting her heart and soul into the performance oh, like absolutely. she's really selling oh, the yeah. relationship
2: the moments that she has on the ship itself yeah. like with her being filmed yeah. the mm. emotion the acting that she was yeah. doing incredible and this is Naomi Watts in her Imperial phase mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> this was off the back of uh, Malham Drive, Drive one Mulhandra. of the best performances of all time mm-hmm. her first Oscar nomination in 21 Grams and mm-hmm. you know she was in I Heart Huckabee's in 2004. She's incredible in that. Yeah, and the next right. year, Painted Veil, incredible. She needs to come back. She needs. Like, she I come mean, back? she's still she was around, doing Penguin like, Blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: just I don't know. You she's such to, a yeah, great actor. I
2: mean, she's her face, honestly. Yeah. Is one of the the softest. A face like, for cinema. A face for cinema, 100. Mm. percent But yeah, their their relationship, her and Jack Driscoll a little under it, like severely underwritten from for me, because they fall in love in the course of two, three scenes. Mm. Mm.
3: There, there is a little bit of backstory, again, given to the fact that she loves Jack school's plays. Mm. Yes. It, is it that thing about like, oh, I love the plays so much and you weren't quite what I was expecting. I was expecting a tweety twerp, you know, as she mm. says. But it's like,
2: you know... I- <laughs> I kind of wanted more of that tension, though. Like, I wanted their relationship to kind of be, like, a screwball-y kind of, they like... you want
0: more of the bickering yeah, more stuff more bicker. like, the getting and off then, on the wrong
2: foot. And then he only realizes that he loves her when she's in danger and, like, yeah. he actually really cares about her. And he's the only one willing to save her.
0: Like mm. But then part her. of me doesn't mind that their relationship feels that's quite right, thin. Exactly, because because I don't not, buy that this yeah, movie is saying yeah. they end up together. I no, think no, this it's, is the thing. It's her and Kong, like they've for they've sure. hugged at the end because like she's she's upset because Kong just died. Yeah. Um but I don't think it's like necessarily we'll be together forever. And I yeah, yeah I yeah. think that's kind of um yeah it, it could be implied but it's not like canon I guess. there's it's also that the really there's also
3: that really interesting moment where she where she jack truchel comes to save her on top of the mountain and he like she opens her eyes because she kind of has her spidey senses going on yeah and um <laughs> and she, the first thing that happens which has really took me surprise by, by surprise on this viewing is the fact that she doesn't want to go with him she's just like she sort of almost shakes her head and she's like no mm. just go away leave me to my gorilla mm. guy yeah, yeah. Um, and
0: you know and partially that's like you're gonna, you're gonna get squashed. Like he's about to wake up. I have but done enough uh, dangling. Yeah. <laughs> <in the forest. laughs> I'm gonna
2: puke the next time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, so to other talk about other good things that we enjoy. Yeah. So generally,
1: I like a lot of this cast. Like we were talking about yeah. Jack Black yeah, Jack as well. Jack like Black really injects
2: a, f- a, set of fun, a sense of fun and living yeah. and like,
1: character. And he keeps the first half really comp- kind of pumping yeah. along. And like we were t- we are talking about like allocation of time. If this is three hours, like mm. you really get the kind of his kind of cheekiness, his obsessiveness. Like I mm. really enjoy his thread of the character pretty much all throughout until he like Disappears after that. When the, people
2: are, like, shooting at uh, the monsters it. and he's, like, filming with a camera. Yeah. always funny. Yeah. yeah. Him in his camera. Like, that, yeah. that
0: relationship mm. And is they're, like, hard. loading all of the guns into the boats. Like, as many guns as we can fit. And yeah. he's, like, surreptitiously putting his camera equipment into the boat. Like, yeah. I, I love that. That's great. And
1: I think Color Chandler's uh, We don't get much of him, but what we no. do get mm-hmm. is, like, very comedic. Like, he's playing this character. What's the name? Uh, it's two Baxter, Bs. Something like Bruce Bruce Baxter, something. Bruce Baxter. Bruce Baxter. Baxter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and he's this, like macho leading, leading man, man yeah. who's actually not that confident um yeah when push comes to shove
2: yeah, it's just a fun sense of like yeah can we, can
1: um,
0: yeah, yeah though like there's, there are some moments where he you know does some courageous yeah, things as exactly, well yeah. um but i think actually this film does a really good job of making us kind of re- remember who all these characters are because yeah. it's a pretty big cast but yeah. i'm like okay so we've got mr hayes he's kind of like serious first mate and he's a father figure to young jimmy who's like mm. a stowaway. that's a real
3: love story there, real right? love mm. you know like
0: that's like they've got a real connection the real bond young jimmy's trying to better himself he's reading heart of darkness they're discussing the themes mm. <laughs> of both that book and. Kong, King Kong. They're like, oh, we're
3: going to narra- keep narrating this movie while yeah, we we're going it. Yeah. it. Yeah, we're keep narrating
0: it. Yeah. But yeah, when Mister Hayes dies, I feel like they treat his death with like the proper level of gravity. Like we mm. see some like Jimmy being like really heartbroken about it, mm. which is really lovely. Um, you know, the captain we get quite a lot from. um we get like a like, quite a bit with lumpy who has a, yeah. you know awful death at the hands of some of the most bizarre but very cool creatures um that yeah. are in this film, these big penis Great monsters. I love the. Dennis. um which are yeah like I want as a, as a side note great monster design I was gonna say that's things. one of the
2: biggest things for me I love the monster design Kong himself looked really cool yes I wanted him to be bigger but that's okay
0: I feel like they had <laughs> scaled they scaled him based on the Empire State yeah. Building and so they had to like build it based off that that's my thought yeah. that. I also
1: like that he's not the biggest boy in the jungle like yeah, in later, he's later the, films he becomes the fiercest boy
0: but gigantic. he's not the biggest boy he's
2: but, like, yeah. as big as the mountain yeah yeah Um. yeah I, I love the, the little uncut monster is <laughs> um
0: Mm-hmm. They killed, um, the little swamp worm Yeah, Let's call them what they
1: are. They're, they're full on, yeah, penis monsters. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, they're so scary. Yeah, and like the uh, big
2: komodo dragon. Like mm-hmm. the yeah, the bullies, as you see. One
1: hundred percent. Three bu- T Rexes going for Kong at one point. Oh, and, uh, in a great sequence. Yeah. Yeah.
3: They're, they're not the re- they're not T Rexes. They're the oh. Rexes. Oh. Because um, oh. this this is just a bit of trivia I found out because the filmmakers were like, well, obviously they've evolved over the millions of years, which means ah. that apparently they had now three fingers rather than two, which uh,
0: uh, so, and and right. they're also a lot bigger,
3: um, you know, uh, proportionally mm. to T. Rexes. So, so, so the filmmakers so were like, involved, let's make them uh, like much meaner and much scarier than they would have been. What does they, the
0: V stand for? Uh,
1: something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is it like going down the letter scale? So it's like. it
0: it's a Vistatosaurus Rex. Maybe something to do with their fingers. Thing, right. Like the fingers.
2: Mm. but yeah. they haven't evolved to like stretch their their limbs out. They're still small. They did not need to. to the they got all they
0: need is another toe. Um,
2: the the crabby pincher monsters as well. Yeah, Yeah. there's big
1: weta as well.
0: Yeah, Yeah. there's some sort of giant millipede situations. Mm. There's one Triceratops
2: who is friendly. Yeah, just (laughs) a couple friendly. Yeah, we've got Mm. some
0: Brontosauruses that seem to be friendly, but they're getting attacked by other...
2: Brontosauruses, they don't exist, right? They're Apatosauruses.
0: The real thing, Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, did we get it wrong? No, yeah, we did. Well... Well, no, no not but we, I just wanted to verify. Yeah, like, we as a culture not. did forget. Did, yes, we, Brontosaurus was uh, another monster, like, another, like, bone on the wrong place. Right, that right, was, I yeah, uh, The iconic things.
2: thing about childhood is everyone gets into dinosaurs at mm. some yeah. point. Yeah. Mm
0: yeah that's what there. i thought was the case that's why i actually why i was curious about when dinosaurs were first sort of discovered and entered the culture because i remember talking to my nana when i was a child and she just didn't know anything about dinosaurs and i was like she's this is so kind of interesting because <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. she's born in 1939 i'm like Wait, maybe that was too early for kids <laughs> yeah. to be into dinosaurs like in the maybe. 40s you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but anyway uh they aren't killers but they are in a big stampede sequence oh my which god is also which pretty good. crazy because why are they so clumsy
1: yeah <laughs>
2: Does even trample like at least two or three or four i don't i, I
1: don't know people if this got Stegosaurus sequence is a full bottle for me i think yeah, would, yeah. it's like the Steg- 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 of in that st- other st- section yeah <laughs> kind of a bit too unbelievable to buy yeah for yeah. sure.
2: No, I just like that
1: it's, they were there. It was it's a yeah, I like them. But it's like, oh, I am suspending a lot of disbelief. Yeah, 100%. there's some points where
0: you've got yeah, again, the, the plot armor really comes to to the fore at certain well, points. It was plot armor
2: for like all of them. None yeah. of them got killed. The only things that got killed were the little like rascal dinosaurs mm. who got like kicked and like punched by the
0: humans. Yeah, I think there were like maybe two unnamed crew members. <laughs> oh, there yeah, were they, four. Four. Yeah, that's right, four unnamed crew members. Because Doesn't
3: Carl Chandler come in and say, you've already lost four people. Oh, they, and it's yeah, like, yeah. he's getting
2: very good counts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because one of the people who were killed, or two of the people who were killed was the guy who got his head bashed in and the other guy who got killed first, the sound guy. Oh, oh so, yeah.
0: they may Im- so they included them.
1: I was amazed that they kept count all the way through. So I know. At the very end, like, Jack's like, we look, lost 17 people. Well look, yeah. I, I feel was like, like you
0: could do a count quite easily once you're back on the ship it's, like,
3: <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: yeah, in the heat of the moment, bodies are flying like, um,
3: one I, other, I, I've got oh, a yeah. piece of trivia that's connected to that um, this is something I found out earlier today um, which is that Kong kills 41 people throughout the film which is one more than the original King Kong in oh, and
0: 40
1: oh, Body count? Yeah, yeah had to get up the body count uh, one Kong other did bottle, nothing wrong Anyway <laughs> Free Kong yeah. Free Kong <laughs> I'd say that just... It is nature. The general evocation of the kind of 1930s feel and mm. tone I really like. I really mm. like that there's... That Jimmy is reading Heart of Darkness and there are some quite serious, like, oh, well, you know, like, you know, these deep, ponderous kind of thoughts. I really like how earnestly it kind of takes it. It's not... Uh, winking or poking fun like isn't mm. this a bit silly it's mm. like no no there's an island full of monsters and we got to fight through them all and um you know the stakes are high uh yeah i i like how serious it yeah i like the
2: evocation it. of the area as well i think a lot of the things that i because the the first the, the 1933 movie is pretty lean but yeah I, I like the kind of first act with like knowing what Naomi Watts is doing yeah seeing all the 1930s like things going on around Yeah, her, that's mm. it's kind of
0: fun I don't know we're you know we're theatre girls we love to yeah, see exactly. theatre yeah. being in a film yeah <laughs> we, like, we, like it should have
2: we like to see New Zealand landmarks being on the film as well
0: yes though. we've got mm-hmm. the Civic is the, the big theatre where uh, Kong is being displayed and the Opera House is the shitty Vaudeville theatre which so, is very funny yeah
1: it's very it's, yeah the contrast between the two cities. But the one that really impressed me that Jack, you filled me in about is the set of New York City that they built in Petone. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um, So this is really interesting because um, when I was about... 15 when i was shooting this movie mm. um some somebody i know got a tip off that if you just drive down this road you'll get to see the set and just don't tell anyone i told you you didn't hear it from me kind of thing mm. so uh we drove down this road and batoni down this really like odd road that wasn't signposted or anything it was just this kind of gravel road and we turned up and we're in the middle of the new york set obviously they weren't shooting at this point it was all just sort of being worked on so it's we just so had, a, had a quick like look and be like ooh, and then um um and then jump back in the car and ran away as fast as we could. Yes. Um, and um, I love it. Uh, did not get any photos because, of course, it was before the cell phone age. Uh, so yes. we didn't do anything that was, yes. you know, yes. supposedly pirated or illegal. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're all we're all very kosher, so so no yeah, one can sue yeah. me for, for spreading this piece of information. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but um, of but yeah, it was great. It was like it was like um, they built this entire New York City backlot set in this massive uh, section of Patoni, which is mm. now just taken up by warehouses and, and mm. things like that. So right. it's, mm. so there really wasn't much there to begin with, and they just built this enormous. Set um, that was streets and streets filled with all these New York things Um, I
0: remember seeing like in the paper probably when the movie was coming out like they they brought a whole lot of photos of the new york set and it was like a front page of the dominion post or yeah. something like being like this is the pictures of that set which was like so cool to think yeah. about
1: and i really like how like the camera like moves throughout it and like there's lots of people and lots mm. of cars so like oh. you really it's really <laughs> highlighting this is a set we are taking full advantage you of you also it. see like
2: the full breadth of the the um, kind of the economic um I don't know, like cap and goings on in New York City because you saw that guy picking off the sandwich from, from yeah. the trash. So you get to see like the whole world of New York City, in, mm-hmm. like the small slice of patoni. Yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah. Is really cool.
0: Yeah, it really feels like they've they've had more space to film in than than we know that they did, which is yeah. really cool.
1: I really like all the character actors that are employed in that first mm. half as well. Mm. I think maybe that's maybe. My favorite oh well I do really enjoy Kong and Anne. Um but like I really enjoyed that setup because like Mm. all of the actors are like cast really well. Sometimes with the New Zealand films you can kinda tell like dodgy kind of American accents, but I didn't really find that. I thought Hmm. everyone really had not really grounded accent,
2: but like character accents as well. Yeah. 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 Um I like the the stretch in New York City as well mm. at the end when, when he's back from when Kong is in the city mm. um, Kong in the big city yeah um, <laughs> where he and Anna are in Central Park and-
0: I love the ice skating sequence yeah I'm a big fan of that it's so sweet and it's I think such a beautiful part of their relationship it's kind of this yeah, it's like that, this moment that I think is so poignant because, like, we all know how King Kong ends. We all know mm-hmm. that he's doomed and that it's going to be the end. But it's this lovely moment of him being happy and having this moment of happiness. Yeah, a tender um, moment between. This video- who he yeah, wants to this see. really joyous, and she's having fun, and they're like playing in the snow, and you're like, no. <laughs>
3: yeah so it does excited. make it more emotional at the end yeah. there with because they just had that moment together it's kind of like you know in any romantic movie when you have the lovers
1: just getting together and having yeah. fun for bit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and then you then you destroy it with like the army with its bombs it's like bombs landing in. on the ice and like really throws him, yeah. like all the kind of vulnerability is, is shattered I, I really
3: do nice. wonder the technicalities went into it it's like they were like had their guns placed
1: and like okay they're, they're, they're sliding down this way now yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Wait until he spins into the middle <laughs> Yeah, now now
2: the choreographed <laughs> like coming out of the guys to like confront um, yeah yeah uh jack black like that's there's a lot of choreography
1: mm. choreography, choreography and In yeah. the confidence of kong to like slide on that ice with his full belly <laughs> and he's <laughs> like it's not he's gonna crack not...
0: <laughs> yeah yeah he trusts that winter
2: mm but that, that ice is solid. Like yeah. it can, if it
0: can withhold, if it can withhold Kong, Kong like yeah. it can withhold the masses. Yeah, yeah. Um, shall we move into some of the things we weren't as big fans of? I think so. Yeah. Style? Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: Oh, um, I just, I just want to say one last thing about. Thing. Yeah. I love the fights of the monsters with each other. I particularly
0: like the big, yeah, yeah, the the T-Rex and King Kong sequence.
2: I loved when they got fistful and they were biting each other. They were clawing each other. He was, like, cracking the mouth.
0: Mm. I was saying to these guys, I think they missed it, but, like, there's a point where King Kong's, he's got, Kong has got the last T-Rex, and he, like, pries his jaws open and rips its tongue out with his own mouth. Mm. And you see the pink bit go flopping and like that is wild like it's such a like ah visceral sort of yeah. fight which you could yeah. never have in a human human fight the sound designer was really cooking mm. doing yeah.
1: that and I love the And uh, we were talking about the bug section that's my favourite I think out of them and I want to see you said in the extended edition there's a sequence in the swamp is that right? yeah
3: so you might recall in the 1930s film there's this brilliant memorable sequence in the swamp and in the in the 2005 film they get to the edge of the swamp and then they cut away and it's like what happened <laughs> Um, clearly they needed material for the extended edition which that scene is in mm. um, I would say it wasn't quite worth the hype but when I saw that when I finally got to see that scene it didn't seem quite as as good as what I was hoping for but um, but yeah it's a real shame that they had to leave the you know the T-Rex the, the brontosaurus stampede in which kind of seemed a bit ludicrous <laughs> yeah. and, and they had to cut out the, the swamp which just what seems happened, like a much cooler option
0: like what happens in the swamp of the 30s version
3: so there's a monster in there and they have people to people just die really but yeah. it's just a much cooler environment cause I would yeah just swamp mm. and it's like a little misty. And they
2: yeah. had to cut it out because of Howard Shore. That's why. Howard was Shore was like, no, yeah, I, don't,
0: don't, I refuse to... <laughs> <laughs> if you cut me, you have to cut that scene. To cut the swamp. Mm. <laughs> but he
1: does appear in the film. Yeah, so yeah. Howard Shore was going to be doing the music for this and then, um, we don't know why, but uh, he was replaced by um, another composer who I still need to learn the James name of well, James Newton Howard. Newton Howard that's right um, mm. and I really like the music in it like I, it must have been a tight turnaround for that uh, for whatever mm. happened but I think there's a main theme of kong but i really enjoy like I, I can't remember how exactly it goes off the top of the dome but whenever i hear it i'm like oh like it gives me that feeling. yeah
0: i feel like it's effective the music yeah. i don't think it's hugely memorable mm, yeah. i don't think it's like oh. a particularly but it's not the music's not hugely present in this film the way that it's it's present in some other you know like the lord of the rings films and yeah, and it's how i get
2: scores as soon as like i leave out of the movie i can't remember any of them
0: right unless
2: they're really iconic like Indiana Jones or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know. I feel like I, I listen to scores like when it's something that's interest like particularly interesting, I'll remember yeah. it. This one I was like, This is working, this is effective for me. I, there was no points when I was like, Oh score is very present. Um, mm. but it was not memorable. I didn't really Yeah. yeah one I'll interesting fact
3: it. about Howard Shaw being replaced as composer is the fact that he still got his cameo and as the orchestra conductor <laughs> in the yeah. center. And it's you, so awkward. I <laughs> wonder how he feels about that. Yeah. Um but you said they worked together yeah, exactly. again, right? They so, did, they worked on the Hobbit
1: yeah. films after oh that. My Right. I haven't seen any of those I've seen the first one I wonder if we cover the it first up.
0: one could be a mixed bag like, I don't know if the second like, is one and I haven't so actually seen the Frighteners
1: which could also be a mixed bag
0: I haven't seen the Frighteners not
2: be yeah. any worse cool. than the Lovely Bones yeah, Basically, I PJ, seen the lovely bones. I cannot, lovely yeah. Peter Jackson's career is was like
3: you know hit like you know it was fantastic up until I I, I, I one of the other reasons I want to bring up King Kong was I consider this to be the last great PJ film to yeah. date. Obviously, mm. there's there's mm. documentaries and things that he's done like the war the World War one and the Beatles one, um, and obviously his other fictional movies like Lovely Bones and the Hobbit. But I just feel like he reached a point with King Kong where it's like okay, you know this is the the last sort of great stride i'm gonna yeah, hit like, this is my big epic
0: yeah well, sort of and
1: then like, it just yeah i wonder if it's like because he seems particularly enamored with like special effects yeah. both practical effects and then also like digital effects yeah and yeah. he's gotten so focused on technology and it's similar to robert zemeckis as well and who lucas, like, absolutely yeah. and george lucas who has very inspired like films and like massive experimentation and they're most drawn to like how can i push the envelope on that and so like they shall not play grow. with
0: my my frame yeah. rates yeah. my yeah
1: and, and they shall not grow old like oh I the
2: frame rate the frame rate um discourse with the hobbits
1: yeah it was i mean so bad yeah. i hated it there's, there's <laughs> that side of it but then like they shall not grow old which is like putting using all the footage and putting it at a speed that seems normal to the eye like yeah. that's that's yeah. a really mm-hmm. positive kind of side of that it as is,
2: well it does suck though the, the one time he finally centers a woman in his films and it, it sucks the lovely yeah. sucks. <laughs>
0: Sorry. well Heavenly Creatures presents women yeah. oh yeah. yeah sorry I forgot it's about good. that honestly he- Heavenly Creatures favorite, is an iconic my favourite of like, like, I still I'm, I'm Lord of the Rings girl but have, yeah. Heavenly Creatures would be my next, my next oh, one Heavenly after. Oh. Yeah. yeah
1: maybe as queerest text as well even though yeah. it's not, <laughs> well
0: I don't know actually uh, Lord of the Rings but
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, I can see that alright our, um, our bananas yeah. nom nom my plan.
0: big my biggest issue in this film is the Skull Islanders Yeah, Um, our our natives. (laughs) um, It feels like they were like they just didn't really i mean i haven't seen this 1930s version yeah. but it feels like an interpretation that comes direct from the yeah, 1930s does, yeah, without 100%. any level of commentary yeah without <laughs> any sort of self-awareness of like yeah. maybe we've moved on in our yeah. understandings of indigenous people <laughs> like yeah. mm. um it feels very retrograde like it's very much just like we're going uh, ooga booga and we're jumping out of yeah. the shadows to get you because we're all Uncivilized, villainous uncivilized yeah. savages except they like, like you know yeah. their
2: contraptions are like quite civilized
0: it's like we're looking at the actual yeah the the engineering of their yeah. like place that they've built and it's like clearly this like is a complicated society like you know why are they mm. just yeah. here being you know Like villains to kill in a video game, which is how they
2: sort of
1: feel like made. But
2: there's like highly exoticized as well, with like the the mystic old lady and like the the rituals that they do, and it's like
1: honestly they look very similar to like Urukai in terms of like the Mm. rain, like like wet and slick and stuff Mm. like that, and Mm. they're similarly like kind of like in a framed in a villainous kind of way in terms of Dutch angles and very dark kind of lighting, and it's like yeah, you could in the slow motion yeah in the slow motion and there's an opportunity as you say to like they don't have to be like you know you, you even have a translator in the 30s version you could expand that possibility and I'm not saying the 30s version is better because it's still really that wasn't
3: made in a time when you know when it was more expected you know like
0: it's sort of it it didn't feel like you know uh retrograde in the 30s it just felt of its time whereas in 2005 you're like this is like yeah no (laughs) pretty Mm. late to have this sort of depiction and Uh, you
1: have this opportunity to like punch up um Anne's character like why not take also take the opportunity to kind of talk about yeah um,
3: there is there is some lore. I mean as you know, I have read all this kind of mm-hmm. stuff about how the the they wanted the natives to be like, you know, kind of living under the shadow of Kong and if they don't offer the sacrifice to Kong then they'll all be, I don't know, uh, traumatized or something like that they'll all have something terrible happen to them. Um but like they didn't they never played up that aspect of it in the actual film. When I've seen um, you know, documentaries about this yeah. on the on the king kong yeah. behind the scenes and mm. where they talk about like how the natives have been oppressed by the skull island creatures and that's why they have to appease the kong god kind oh, of yeah. thing oh yeah
2: skull island and, has so many creatures yeah
3: yeah mm. yeah and it's like it's like they just never they never really took it to that next level in the script which is a bit sad i thought that yeah. they, they could have made the natives more of a, and in the 1933 film they had mm. the um the translator they also have the fact that um uh, that they have, you know, they actually have, like, a, a society. They have a village, they have um, houses, right, they have right. babies. Um, you feel kind of almost sorry for the yeah. natives at times. Yeah. Um, you know, there's there's one memorable scene in the 1933 1930- film where the uh, monster is, where Kong is crashing through the gates and then all the natives are, are, are scurrying you know they're trying to get yeah.
0: they're
1: trying to pick up their children and it they're feels trying like to... a community as but, opposed to yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah
0: here it feels like yeah it feels most nothing. like orcs or uruk like it feels yeah. like you know it's orcs nothing. you don't get a sense of where their houses are no. or their societies or their children like but, here even though we've got children it's like a bait to get
2: yeah, to get but them they're just nothing like there's yeah. no even like awareness of like all These white people coming into this foreign yeah,
0: <laughs> and like nothing like that. There does, there's no mm, for all the for work that. put into humanize nothing, Kong, there's like no yeah, work no, no, at all no put in to humanize these people. Yeah. There's even a moment in the
1: 30s, one where they're like, Oh, look, it's the natives, and they like come in and help like hold the door yes, together. But, yes, um, yeah, and then you were saying like running away with the um, the communities, like as, as he exploded through it, like
0: because I think you could still retain some aspects of their plot like Mm -hmm. you could still retain the sense of like once a year we have to do the ceremony where we give Mm a sacrifice to the thing but like have that in a way that shows them being maybe more torn about that scenario because it's probably one of their people that has to get sacrificed every year. Mm. It's a really tragic moment and being excited about, like, so a stranger, we can use this instead rather than, like, ah, we're just going to get you and Uh do screeches and do, yeah, like weird animalistic kind of noises. Well, like, what if they get
2: there and they're, like, a wonderfully functioning society Mm. And then, but they have to do this like one horrible ritual every year. Yeah, or, well,
0: like they get there and they've already got a person yeah, tied well, up to do the thing. Kind of what happens in the '30s one. Yeah, they've got someone, yeah. the right?
2: Don't they have a very
3: civil discussion about like how we don't really want to like interfere with your guys' you know thing, what you're doing, but like we kind of have to like give the sacrifice. And, yeah. and seems a bit of a better target than our current one. Like I it's was, all very
1: like I was kind of impressed watching it because it had those elements, and then it was also primarily people of colour like playing these roles it wasn't just a bunch of like blackface and I was um I was like you know still a massive a bunch of problems but like for a 30s movie I was like oh, yeah. yeah
0: so I think yeah I mean it sounds like comparatively just worse <laughs> in terms of that particular treatment like, I think of, yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: um it's yeah. just kind of been not fully kind of considered as well as 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 it could be yeah
0: yeah I feel like they sort of put the thought into like You know, obviously, King Kong himself is being used as, like, a metaphor for, like, the black man, you know, capturing the white woman, like, the kind of... I don't think
1: that was the intention originally. The original directors have said, like...
0: Yes, but a uh, lot of people have read it in that way, and so I feel like they've done a lot of work into being let's make this relationship really interesting and, you know, like, consensual, I guess, and, like, you Mm. know, show this friendship between them. But, yeah, it's like, then they put no thought into, like, the actual people of colour in this that, that make up the bulk of the people of color yeah. we meet in the film because we've got mr hayes and we have like the one chinese guy yeah. who just has a strong accent and does well, a very like classic also, chinese like, thing
2: <laughs> honestly even in the 1930s film he has more like things to do yeah he's right. the one who runs up the troops in the
1: 1930s film. yeah he right. discovers that Anne is missing whereas that goes to the jack driscoll character in this yeah 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 still not tons but like i was mm. like oh that is an asian actor playing that role cool Minor, minor <laughs> props. To a Mine 30s props. Movie.
2: Yeah, but it yeah. seems like he was part of the crew as yeah. well. Like, yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. here, I, if you cut him out of the film, I wouldn't. Have you wouldn't. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Mm. Um, other bananas. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah, you got one, Jack. Go ahead.
3: Um, one one for me was the overuse and this is again a PJ thing that we were talking about earlier of the overuse of CGI um, I really mm. feel like it did so well in the miniatures department and this was actually the last mm. film that Peter Jackson made that had uh, the bulk of it being miniatures in terms of mm. the actual sets um, the Hobbit films they decided to rule out miniatures because of supposedly because of the 3D um, right. uh, which is a bit sad because it mm. did look kind of like computer graphics to me, that was yeah, just my, yeah. my version of it. I but, mean I always
0: love miniatures so when you're in, yeah. Yeah
3: but but I think actually the fact that Weta Workshop made these incredibly beautiful miniatures in the same style, I made the <sighs> and they look stunning but then then you have then you populate them with um endless CGI brontosaurus stampede oh yeah Mm -hmm. the
0: the brontosaurus. they definitely look CG. Yeah, yeah.
3: And, and it's not just that, it's the fact that that, that whole chase sequence um, which wasn't even from the original, that was one sequence that they decided to yep. sort of make up for the purposes of yep. this movie, um, where they are chased co- comedically by um, these brontosaurus who are being chased by these little bitey mm. dinosaurs who are kind of, you know, very disposable because you can sort of kick them and, and, and yeah, shoot them. And and, the and, yeah, exactly. And then they're all falling off a cliff and the cliff is coming away and you're just going, yeah. oh, I don't care about any of this because no one's going to die anyway. Two people died supposedly. Yeah. We don't yeah. know who they are. That- and we'll two
0: background guys
3: yeah Mm. and so that sequence I remember really checking out quite a lot of when I saw it in the cinema and I still Mm. I still Mm. do when I see this film I'm just like if we just got rid of that sequence and put back the swamp I'll be happy
1: well it's their first fight sequence that the team that are trying to find Anne encounter and then it feels so weightless and like without real stakes that you're like oh is there anything actually gonna actually threaten these people and then later on sure enough there is but it's Mm. just a weird one to kind of lead with um yeah yeah and it'd be nice to because they're just running they're literally running not oh. even weaving and then the brontosaurus or whatever they're called
0: their legs are just so nimbly just avoid standing avoid yeah.
1: and we're seeing that they're crashing like the the they're, dinosaurs are crashing into like the sides they're yeah not,
2: yeah they're not graceful they're yeah not like they're just like
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, listener it was very similar to our australia episode with yes balls the running the of the cliff, balls um yeah. but maybe even more weightless than that sequence mm. yeah, yeah.
2: Um, I have some logical questions about yes. the film. Yeah. Well, <laughs> one: Why does Naomi Watts not look dirty or scratched yeah. or <laughs>
0: she, anything? I think it's dirt on it her bottom half, half, but yeah. her face yeah, never gets face. any dirt. Just came out of the hair salon. every yeah.
1: me, I'm like the 1930sness. Yeah, I know, but like I'm just like, like I don't but, know. But because she
2: has scratches at the end, yeah, like, yeah. The I, I think Gaba they could have got some mess dirt
0: on her face. And she
2: was like hanging around. She was like being flung left, right, and center. I, like, my
0: logical question is more about yeah, she's when she's getting flung around yeah, like there's she some throw
2: up. Yes, yeah. my well the big the big logical question is how they get Kong off Skull Island. Yes, when he's yeah. like
0: so our ending of the Skull Island sequence, he's been chloroformed, he's been harpooned, they've got him, uh, he passes out poor and arrow was weeping going no no and then i'm like oh how are they gonna like i wonder how they tow him behind the ship or like is he gonna yeah. fit in the hold wonder what's, what's gonna happen smash cut to new york he's here now yeah that's what that's happens in
2: the 30s. it's like exactly the same he says he'll be in the marquee you'll see his name in the marquee King Kong 8th Wonder of the World and then it cuts to the Mikey itself Mm. which is the same thing that happens here yeah Yeah. so
3: that was one issue I had when I first saw this film as well because I saw the 1933 film a couple of months I think before the Mm. premiere of the 2005 film so in 2005 I saw Mm. it and I thought and my first thought when I saw the 1933 film was, I cannot wait to see how they get him onto the ship because because yeah, it just because like,
2: you can do it with the technology. Yeah, and
3: I, I just wanted to see that sequence so badly. And then and then they did the exact same thing here, I was just like, well, I mean, the films obviously, you know, not, didn't have they didn't have time for that sequence. You know, maybe they'll yeah. appear in extended vision. It didn't appear there. Anywhere. I'm just like, <laughs> when? do how, how? How does the logic of
2: that work? It just
0: makes yeah. it even
2: more like brutal and cruel, like lugging this big. Yeah. i seeing them lug this big animal who's like passed out. Mm, yeah. Tarp hanging out the, the
3: water yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah.
0: from a raft or however they I got just couldn't him. figure it out yeah.
3: because they had one boat where well, the other boat was smashed up. So they had one little dinghy, you know. Ends.
0: Yeah. The, oh, well, the yeah. Th- they didn't even have
3: the
1: big boat because that's fucked, no. right? Yeah. yeah. They yeah. would have gone under. No, no, water no. They had the
0: point. big boat because they had all the. Captain, Captain Englehart or whatever uh, was. was he what? was saying like we're fixing it like we're trying to like fix the boat okay, okay. like that's what they would they were trying to fix it i think oh, yeah. so if they just had
1: the dinghies impossible yeah no yeah yeah um i'm not sure about jimmy
2: who's jimmy oh jimmy and- jimmy is the jamie jimmy. bell oh, character jimmy and Hayes, i was bored i didn't i think it's
1: it. they spend a lot of time on it and it's kind of a little hokey and i was saying i don't mind yeah. the 30s tone but like them i'm like there are other relationships. Well, I'm more interested. You in
3: got to know Jimmy and Mr. Yeah. Hayes better than some of the other principal characters. That's mm. de-
2: probably true. That's true. Well, the thing about them is that I found them boring. Like, to me, Lumpy in his, like, couple of appearances yeah. was more interesting than the right. two of them
1: combined. But like, I don't want to see too much of Lumpy. I don't no, exactly. No. That's what I mean. But, like, I don't know what they added. I'm going to say, I like Jimmy. like Jimmy. I like. Yes. I
0: just like the, the, the young boy. He's like, I want to get out there with my gun, you know? Like, I invested I so that. much
1: time in him and then Mr. Hayes died. I want to see what happens with Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. Like, That's the thing is, there's no payoff for Jimmy. We don't see, like, what happens at the end. And then I'm like, so what the fuck? Did I... Like yeah. I want to see him die painfully, or I want to see him have a successful life or something. Yeah, we want to see him in New
0: York. What happened I do, next?
2: Yeah, I do love Jamie Bell as well, but this was not definitely not a highlight of his no. career. This wasn't look the highlight of Jamie Bell's two thousand five is the video for "Wake Me Up When September
0: Ends." I mean, a romance uh, start, yeah. Like, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Do you know Jamie Bell played the thing in? We were talking about Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah, the one, the new one. Yeah, interesting. Wow. Mm.
0: Um, I mean, this is the thing, I guess, none of the boat crew come back uh, yeah. after we go the, to New York. And it's another thing that maybe if we... Yeah. yeah, like, sinister captain doesn't come but back. There's
3: one shot of uh, Colin Hanks, and he's, like... And it's another relationship, is that there's this whole, like, you know because Jack Black's the director and he's just like his assistant but they kind of have this like mutual respect for each other mm. and you almost mm. feel like he's kind of like a father figure to Colin Hanks and um, and then at the end you know he's like standing on the stairs looking so like I mean, oh, you said he was going to have a Cinderella moment. yeah well he, he it looks wanted. like he
0: comes down the stairs and it's that romance moment of like ah, someone looking up at the they look at each other but I,
1: don't, I don't I think but, that got um, paid off because he talks with Adrian Brody's character yeah. and is quite disillusioned with how um Kyle, yeah, like how Carl has, has been treating a bit yeah, how he's how yeah. he's yeah. And that's, and that's all that I need. I, I think that's the thing. A I, I, all I
0: needed was that. I think th- what I'm saying is if we had had a little bit of that return boat journey, yeah. that also could have been a chance to pay off all of the crew yeah, who exactly. we're not going to get a chance to see again because, like, none of the boat, none of the ship's crew are, have a reason to be in the rest of the film, really.
1: Yeah. But
0: it would have been nice to have, like, a moment with the captain, a moment with Jimmy and, you know, any yeah. other surviving crew. I think that's only, the only surviving named crew. That yeah, we're or on.
1: just their relationship, say, to Carl being like, fuck yeah. you, like, I've lost so many it would have been nice to see yeah. the crew in the audience maybe oh exactly bay, yeah, yeah, have,
0: yeah you know like... yeah but then it's like would they have come or are they like yeah. this was mm. a foolish idea yeah. it's yeah. like that stardust
1: um. moment where you just see those people in the crowd at the wedding and you're yeah. like yeah. why are they here yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another um, hilarious thing about that
3: is the fact that uh, that there's three different shows going on at the same time in York yes. yeah. and for some reason both ja- uh, both uh, Jack Driscoll and Naomi Watts' character have the spidey sense to just sort of leave Mid, yeah. Mid performance
0: so I guess it's explained for Jack Driscoll for Jack, yeah. he's watching his own comedy which he wrote for Anne and she isn't there yeah she's not there she's not in it and the, they're saying the lines and as he hears his own lines he wrote back to him he realises like ah oh, I never told her that I, I loved her that's uh, why she doesn't like me I guess I just never said anything he's also huh. really boring I just have to say the
2: character not yeah I mean if he's a writer why is he not witty? I mean, I'm Just like, also say. like, this
0: comedy not really showing no. off his prowess. No. Um, but <laughs> yeah, anyway, laughing,
1: but we're not hearing the jokes. But Yeah, yeah I'd say where like, are the jokes? Where <laughs> are
0: the jokes? <laughs> I guess in the 1930s was a lot the lower bar for <laughs> well, comedy.
1: We don't really see the final stages of their relationship because Anne. Yeah. Well, he's trying to drag her away. Kong is in the process of being captured, and she's like, she's screaming no, no. and she's
0: like trying to like wrestle herself free from him, <laughs> and <laughs> he's like, no, Anne, get on the boat, and she's pulling her away, and she's trying to go and save Kong. Uh, and then we never see the boat trip back, so yeah, we, we don't there's see There's a final them. beat there yeah.
1: that it's just like I'm not like maybe the relationship needs to get be troubled because they're separated from each other, and mm. then sure they finally end up together, or actually maybe they don't have to. I think
0: there's a thing where like because they've they've prioritized. Kong and Anne's relationship yeah they've had to necessarily put a backseat on Anne and Jack's relationship mm. like so it just doesn't feel fully written and it feels like we're missing components because they just didn't really like they used all those emotional beats and it's when they're ice skating in the park you know like that's mm-hmm. the that's what we're like these are two people that
1: feel like a love story you know mm. but I would like that that maybe she doesn't end up with him at the end mm. and he's become this he's discovered he's this like not a movie star, like a an action hero, being able to kill dinosaurs. He's done all this for her, and she's like, "I'm not interested in you."
0: Mm. Like, I mean, I guess that we we don't know that they do end up together. Sure, the they hug. Like they yeah. hug, but there's not um, a they don't have a kiss.
1: Yeah, a uh, little other bits of trivia, Jack. You were pointing out really well that um, the day to night. Um was oh, Yes. <laughs> yes. A lot.
0: Yeah. There are so many time jumps. <laughs> yeah.
3: Suddenly suddenly it's middle of the night, sometimes it's morning, you know, um <laughs> yeah it's, it's great it's like the first time i noticed it was again when i saw her in the cinema um and the first and there's a moment in the, in the first 15 minutes of the film where and um uh and is told you know it's daytime and she's just lost her job at the vaudeville theater and she's told oh maybe you should go and try the, the basically the local strip club which she's not very happy about or, or the, um and you know she's she goes there and she stands outside it for about five minutes and suddenly it's nighttime and it's like she's been standing there for like hours <laughs> contemplating whether she true, <laughs> wants to go and do this line of profession
0: black to turn up and
3: then jack black is suddenly there yeah exactly um and but, but, but there's no indication that time has passed it's just mm. like oh suddenly it's nighttime. time and no. um and i think the most hilarious example was at the very end where mm. um where you know she races through the streets of king kong they had their little skate in the park which in real time would probably take about 15 minutes maybe yeah, yeah. yeah there's, of...
0: there's the, an army is after him like, that's they don't right have yeah. much time <laughs> yeah
3: and then uh and then and then suddenly they're at the top of the empire state building and the sun is rising now only half an hour in film time probably to this, we saw the premiere of the play. So you wonder, did they have that show? I know that they say New York never sleeps, but did yeah, they have? Yeah, the
0: show was on at 5am yeah. and the sun came up at 6. <laughs> and there we like... But yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. And it's like one of the most obvious ones because I guess you could explain away, maybe she arrived at the theatre and it was 5 o'clock and the sun was about to set before she... But like, there's no way that the show makes any sort of sense timeline-wise with what the action is that's just gone through. It just makes, yeah, it's, it's yeah. a sort of... A logical thing,
1: and talking of the finale, yeah. Um, Faye Ray was supposed to be saying the final line of his mm. beauty, yeah, the original
0: and Daryl, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, that killed the beast, yeah. but um, it wasn't
2: it was an airplane that killed
1: the beast, yeah. 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 And she says, it No, was no, beauty. it was beauty, uh, but yeah, she died, uh, in pre production, was it? Or it was, during yeah, production?
3: It's really sad, too. am um, so Naomi Watson, Peter Jackson, did manage to get to go go to her house once, and they had a really nice conversation with her. Mm. Um, speaking and of. Um, I was just going to yeah, yeah. say the very last thing that this is quite poignant was that that um, Pharaoh said to Naomi Watts was, "Yeah, you're ready to be, you can be Anne now." Oh, yeah. no. oh, it was oh. was like it made Peter Jackson and, and Naomi Watts the cry that's, kind of thing, um, so and he funny. handed the baton, and um, it's just a pity they didn't have a green screen with them to get the shot yeah.
0: right there. And there. Oh,
2: yeah, um, speaking of Titanic, which you? Um, mentioned earlier and which kind of yeah was a little bit evoked in this film there's some titanic mm. moments um Ray was supposed to be old Rose DeWitt Bucato oh. she was the first one who they approached to to play that role but mm. she declined right. I guess. Oh, she was wow. like I'm not that old <laughs> she probably just was you didn't know how big this movie was gonna yeah, be yeah. or she was retired at that point mm. but yeah would have been iconic but Glory Stewart was still iconic yeah, yeah. oh was, wow like, yeah. I didn't realise yeah. that yeah
0: yeah. Um, I want to talk more generally about. We've sort of tiptoed around talking about pacing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah right. But yeah, this does feel like a long film. Yeah. But it's difficult. Yeah, like it's hard to know where to switch the things. Like, what are the things that you know we should be cutting? I think for me, the things that didn't work as well is like I I do actually really like how long we're in New York at the beginning. Makes sense. And yeah. I like yeah like a lot of the Skull Island stuff but maybe it's the bit between meeting Kong and New York that mm-hmm. needs some some trimming. For me,
3: it's the dinosaur chase. <laughs> the dinosaur
0: chase, to obviously, York. we've discussed that. I think the
2: ship stuff as well. Like, I mm. yeah. didn't need all of
1: that. Like, yeah. yeah. There's also a bit where they're going through the fog, and then they're like, holy mackerel, there's rocks. And then there's oh, a whole then, sequence <laughs> where they're like, like close slow up it to down. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, Skulls and okay, yeah. like, yeah. Iceberg right ahead. It yeah. feels very evocative of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it like kind of becomes oh quite a God. decent action sequence. And you're like, it's oh okay, guys. Like we can trim it so that they just the shot. Of, it's a bit dangerous of and of it's like
2: Brody and <laughs> <that big> Skull Island. <laughs> oh it's it's so yeah, so funny because it's... it uses the same effect as the um the the, the close-ups to the skulls and the yeah it's
1: yeah. It's One... a
0: particular Peter Jackson slow motion because he <laughs> yeah. does it in Lord of the Rings as well. <laughs> yeah. Like he I does think it... it. Rules.
1: He's it's it's really funny and it reminds
0: me I of like it. i think it's the bit where they go to the the kingdom of the dead or whatever in lord of the rings yes. the third mm-hmm. one when he goes to like find the army again yeah. and it's like, again yeah, they're showing the skulls and it's like this particular type of grainy slow, it's a, it's a
3: slow motion <laughs> shutter effects that like yeah. basically just like has it all. yeah um but
0: and yeah he does it so camera. many times in this film yeah. <laughs> and yeah every time i'm like it's so funny to Thanks. me every honestly time. I, I would it.
1: love to see peter jackson return to like his his roots and do like a horror do like a he's very sam Raimi like like the camera's moving it's energetic it's gross like i doubt he ever will but if he does if he's listening to this he might yeah Yeah, Yeah. obviously
0: he's an avid listener yeah yeah Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. (laughs) Um, i I do have a little quote that i wanted to share i'm prepping for this podcast i did a bit of research and and peter jackson's most recent biography which i haven't read that i found a quote from um, he said, uh, and this is this is a quote here, um, because apparently King Kong, uh, he was somewhere in some hotel room in 2015, and King Kong just turns up on the TV. This is, the, this is his one. And he said, um, And he said, I just watched a little bit of it. Then I watched a bit more. I wanted to recut that film so badly. It should have been half an hour shorter. I actually sent Universal a note. If you ever want to do a 20th anniversary version DVD or Blu-ray, then I'll give you a shorter
2: cut. In two years.
3: But I actually think... That the last half hour, those scenes in New York through the end of the Empire State Building sequence is probably the best of filmmaking. Sorry, the best piece of filmmaking of which I'm the proudest. So, um, so I just I, thought that was. Do really, it,
0: Peter! I want to see the 20th anniversary cut. That's half an hour shorter. Yeah, I just
3: thought that was a really interesting note. So,
0: yeah, mm. yeah it's particularly if he was fighting with the producers. To make I mean, it to longer. To make it longer at the yeah. time. It's mm. his you know, That's twenty right, right. years on. He's he's got less hubris. Those slow-mo shots are very
2: uh, appropriate. Like you mm. see them in like nineties and early two thousands films yeah. and you're like, What? I don't remember this.
0: Like, I mean they feel you wouldn't download a film you know, <laughs> exactly. like they wouldn't you wouldn't 100%. steal a movie. It
1: does feel very similar to that. Yeah. 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 Alright, we're clocking in at an hour forty three, so is there anything final? Or do we wanna I talking? I wanna
2: say one last thing yeah. that I think the 1930s version does better than the 2005 version mm-hmm, mm. i think the angle of the cravenness of the entertainment industry is a lot sharper in mm. the 1930s one where he literally just like um ann is like on she's in poverty and mm. he just like basically like bribes her into this new mm. life yeah and um i think the staging of Kong's unveiling to the crowd at the end is a lot more like spectacular. Like it's yeah. kind of just like the audience gawking at the mm. this kind of enslaved creature, and mm. and towards the end, like when they're crowded around his like dead body, it's it's you know it's kind of just that vicious. And the, and the care and the producers, Kyle was a lot more vicious, I mm. think, in in the original one. Yeah, and I do like that that um, section in. In the 1930s film where um kong is about to be unveiled and like you have these old character actresses from the 1930s yeah. and they're like what is he doing this carl denham is this a motion picture? Well, okay. and, and I love those little bits. Yeah, like,
1: they're walking in not expecting the eighth wonder of the world. They're just yeah. like, is it a movie? And they're like, no, no, I think it's like a live performance. And they're like, oh my God, that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Just,
2: this movie needed a little bit more of that levity, I think, mm, That, mm, like mm. all around, I think. And yeah. more female characters. Oh, Why yeah, can well, the shipmates be female? Well, it's mm. bad luck to have a woman on board. There you go. Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> I was thinking how cool it is. Like, I love ship movies and everyone has their individual role similar to Titanic where like they're in charge of this and they're in charge of this yeah and I haven't seen many like female like ship movies so I'd like to see that
0: that's just a separate a separate thing it's a a separate thing
1: like one loved all the different characters that so Lumpy is the where's
0: Anne Bonnie the the movie Yeah. yeah
1: Lumpy is a surgeon uh, the hairdresser and the cook like I looked it up and I was like and you see him shaving somebody um, Oh yeah, that um, makes at the sense. very start who just
0: does all the other stuff yeah. and
1: then, there's somehow
3: 30 crew who turn up where they get to the island but I <laughs> yeah. don't know where they <laughs> all She'll were they? <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not a big boat like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. honestly
2: speaking of lumpy, shout out to Andy Serkis for, oh, yeah. yeah. for all
0: his work yeah particularly yeah. you know he's <laughs> taking on two roles here and yeah. I feel like I feel like you can make the argument that Kong is a better performance than Gollum not to pit him against yeah. himself yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean. She was
3: said in an interview that the re- the thing that kept her sane when they were filming was the fact it was just that connection between their eyes. Like, they- he was up on some big tower thing and they're just wow. staring at each other the oh. entire time, oh. you know. And, like, you know, because obviously for the height, for the eye yeah, level, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, but it's the fact that they had to- that she was just like, it's just this real connection with another human being. That's yeah. what she valued about the whole process. And
0: yeah, I think it totally comes through. Like, I've had chats with people that I was talking to some friends that aren't at all involved in the film industry and they're like, I don't understand motion capture. Like, what does it actually do? Like, what's the purpose? of it and things like that and I think this is a film that really shows like mm. having an actor there does make like a huge difference. In terms I think of that's
1: the... why you take the yeah. role because there's some sequences where she's screaming and she's been thrown around I'm like what is the pull of this role mm. and mm. then it's like oh no those scenes are so meaty even though mm. there's not much dialogue it's all just there between the two of them I love when she's performing.
2: That backflip she did, I know that's not her but you
1: know, you know. Oh, yeah, someone, someone, someone did it <laughs> yeah. um, I just want to
3: also point out because this is one of my favourite things about this movie um, mm. is mm. the hilarious meta references to the original King Kong specifically when they're in the car at the very beginning of the movie and uh,
1: uh, Jack Black says I'd love someone to read this um, I've got the quote here oh yeah Uh, Faye Faye's a size 4 yes she is but she's working on a picture for RKO Koopa huh I should have known yeah. yeah so that's literally just about as meta as you can
3: get so where they live in a universe where the original King yeah. Kong was being made with Fay Yeah. Um, and my other favourite thing about that is when they film the dinosaurs and uh, Jack Black says oh, you got to go walk towards them to Kyle Chandler because he's like otherwise people will think they're fake and it's like yeah but I don't think that stop motion photography was that advanced fact that fact the original King Kong was the film that made everyone go whoa you mm-hmm. know yeah. like I don't think that there was much before that I mean maybe there was some some silent movie stuff like there was obviously um, the first Lung film Nibelung, which had a, a dragon you yeah. know um yeah, but yeah. There, there wasn't much and it's Not like I, I don't think people would have thought those were fake you know? <laughs> yes. yeah 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 we yeah. got it
1: we get whole lines lifted from it as well like yeah. um uh, what's when his they're, name? when they're Backster. filming the ship yeah, yeah they use like the old like right. toxic lines that jack driscoll originally says to right, to
2: right. jack driscoll the first mate yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah and then um when uh carl has captured Kong, he says he's saying lines that are uh, lifted directly from the 30s version of yeah. like, it's going to be the 8th wonder of the world and all mm. that and the stuff. final line of yeah, 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 of, yeah course. of course. Yeah,
2: And it's time for our final
1: line. Oh, right. nice segue. Bag, bag
0: or Biff. Alright, um, mm-hmm. and as a reminder, I feel I didn't remember to remind you this, Jack. Uh, bag <laughs> is positive and Biff is negative. <laughs> Sometimes we forget to tell our guests this. Yeah. Um, I will go first on this mm. one. Um, I think all in all, obviously, there are problems with this film. It is definitely fitting the title of Mixed Bag. Um, there are stuff that really works and stuff that doesn't. But I think on the whole, I, I'm going to give this one a bag. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like, yeah, there were moments where I was really moved by it. There were moments when I was really excited by it. I think, you know, there are, we've talked about many of the problems, but I think all in all, there was, there was more going for this film than um, things that were detracting. So mm. it's a bag
1: cool i'll jump in next yeah i really like the evocation of the period seeing like the sets is really exciting i love like a monster movie and like an action movie and so even though i guess we haven't underlined how long it is but it is three hours long yeah and you do feel it at times um i really enjoy it for those and i kind of forget just how forgot how poignant the romance um or like you know connection between kong and Anne is um yeah I think there's a lot of really great performances in it and um yeah it's a bag for me as well
2: nice well as I said in the beginning this is not necessarily my genre of movie but I don't know something about like watching the original which I was impressed by and like how much it managed to convey in like an hour and 40 minutes I was like okay this film has a lot to live up to obviously Mm -hmm. but yeah I think one it's an epic Mm. when an epic delivers on an epic scale, we love. Yeah. This was, this delivered on an epic scale to me, even though I wasn't even seeing it in the cinema. And two, I think the one, the thing that I enjoyed the most was, was Naomi Watts and, and King Kong. Like that, mm. that relationship, that is mad. <laughs> <You're laughs> that like, right there. Yeah. Shape um, of water, move aside. Absolutely. Like <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: And three, I do like when, big creatures bite each other and rip their (laughs) tongues off yeah we cannot
1: overstate that lumpy gets like three (laughs) penis creatures and then it finally descends on his head and you're like that's a way to go
2: there's something primal about it um there are problems it is way too long so peter i'm waiting on that cut in two years but for now it's a bag
3: yeah for me um i just love the way that you can feel Peter Jackson's love for this film. I mm, really think that yeah. um, that he, you know, he, he loves this movie so much and you can really feel that in every frame to the point where he just doesn't want it to end. That's how I justify <laughs> that it's a long time break. Yeah. Right. You
2: said he, he was in this film as well as one of the yep. fighter pilots. So
3: that, that's a reference to the original as well because there's a couple of cameos that I should have uh, talked about earlier, but one was the fact that, yeah, that, that Peter Jackson and um, Rick Baker, who plays King Kong in the 1976 film, um, are both in those fighter planes and that's a reference to the fact that Marion C. Cooper was in the, the fighter plane in 1953. Oh. so basically it's always the director who gets to kill the the monster um, <laughs> and um, and in this one they even had the added bonus of Rick Baker who played King Kong originally killing Kong so it's kind of like a meta thing going on there mm. um, I just think the fact that you can feel his absolute love for the period for the film for the amount of history that goes into that that you know that iconic thing of King Kong it's like for me that that really rules in terms of the emotional sway and and the fact that he really tries to bring you on board his whole experience of how much he loves that film and you can feel that love there and uh, including the fact you can feel the love for physical film as well like Mm. when um Jack Black is like handling his film and it's like oh he loves this stuff more than anything else you know Mm. um and I just I just think that 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 love there is what overshines everything for me about this movie and that's why I'll always come back to it you know I've watched it for about 10 years but it was really fun watching it today (laughs) so yeah yeah. So, is that a so that's that a So that's yeah. <laughs>
2: Imagine if we'll, after all of that that's like,
3: yep. And it's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: all right, so that's a full bag for King Kong heads. 5 mm. um, So before we close off, uh, where can we find Mixbag?
1: Yeah, we can find you can find Mixbag on Mixbag Pod or Mixbag Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, or X. Um, and you can email us at mixbagcontact at gmail.com.
2: Jack, where can we find you? Do you want to have anything to promote?
0: Do you have anything you want to be found? Do you have any place you want to be found? Follow you on Letterboxd.
1: Anything. Oh yeah, we've been shouting out the letterbox recently. Oh
3: yeah, yep, yep. You can find me on uh, Jack Attack One Five Seven on Letterbox with no C. Um, so nice. J A K Attack. Um, and yeah, I've, I've only actually started using it this year, so I've been reviewing films in real time of any Ooh, films. I ones. think
1: your nice. reviews are so you. good on there though. Like oh, you're so you. thorough, they're full on. Yeah, I
0: do like a single dumb joke. Yeah, we all do the one fifty
2: line. <laughs> yeah, thinking with comedic
0: geniuses. I know, and then I see somebody else has done the exact same yeah. joke. But better. Like, as as and then you see Jack's up, reviews, like, and I'm like, oh wow, no, actually he's... puts the work in. <laughs> uh, that's very kind of you to say. It
3: was my re- it was my solution to start documenting what I actually watched, which I'd never really yeah. done before. So yeah, I tried good. to stick it out. Um, yes. So that's really cool. Um, uh, yeah, and there's other there's other stuff that you can find various bits of me online. Um, I do have a website, jackardonall.net. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah, you should check
1: out. Um, jack's phones in the past yeah. they're absolutely wonderful woman in blue and um uh, uh Tummer. Tummer. yeah you can is. find Tama online as well so awesome <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. incredible oh. well,
0: thank you for being here yeah thank you yeah, so much thank it's, you. it's been so Good. great to have and you and thank you for doing here. all your research yeah <laughs> it's great Good it's work. really useful yeah um, <laughs> all right and with that that's, that's a wrap, a wrap. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed
4: Bag.